1: It's a podcast about the books you've been meaning to read. My name is Craig. My name is Andrew. And we've got another guest episode for you. More guests. Welcome to our
0: house. Take your shoes off. Come on in.
1: Stay a while.
0: Are we a shoes off house or a shoes on house when we invite people to be on our podcast? Um, I think... I I, I vote shoes off. I just feel like that's more comfortable. You don't track stuff in on the floor. Like...
1: Yeah, I think sometimes if folks are wearing like a really rad shoe, though, we might let them leave it on just to like show it off.
0: But people wear rad socks now too, though.
1: Ah, uh, well, that's yeah, a thing I'm that people just, start doing. We very don't have recently to make is- them wear rad socks if they're not. <laughs> yeah, we're. I don't want to get too much more into how our house feels about feet. That doesn't
0: feel like okay. So we we there's a disagreement about the shoe on shoe off issue. I'm just
1: I want to make exceptions for for a guest that shows up with a really awesome shoe.
0: Mm, okay. I hope That's you like all. getting your stock your socked foot stepped on by those people then.
1: Yeah, I will do that for you so that we can make that happen. I this hope
0: looking co- at looking at their cool shoe feels as good as an unstepped on foot. <laughs>
1: yeah. i hope Kay. that it will. So this is mm. a guest podcast that we did Uh, We recorded an episode on The Love Hypothesis by Allie Hazelwood with our friends at the Heaving Bosoms podcast. We had a blast doing it. Um, Andrew, there
0: is cussing in this episode. There's cussing in their discussion of smooches and and things of a sexual nature. Yeah. Um, because it is a romance novel and there there it does get a little steamy in parts.
1: Yeah, we've talked about steamier stuff on the show. That's that's true, yes. But we have a lot of fun with this episode, and um we go pretty like deep into the book, like we do the whole
0: book. Uh and that's yeah, a the, fun the uh the heaving boos- bosoms the house <laughs> bosoms, the heaving <laughs> bosoms. Their house style is to do more of a blow by blow plot synopsis than we do. Yes. Which is fine because they, Aaron and Melody have so many things to say about every (laughs) inch of the book. And I'm so here for it and glad to be able to contribute the stupid things that I have to say. Yeah. (laughs) It's, it was, it's very fun. It's, it's, it is a change of pace for us. And I, and, and people enjoyed it when we did a moonglow with them. Yeah. Last year. uh, A few months back last year. Um, and yeah we had a lot of fun with this one too so if you like
1: this collab go search for Heaving Bosoms podcast anywhere you get your podcasts go check it out uh, Andrew we also are coming up on the month of April so I did just want to like tell folks what our April schedule is going to be go for it okay uh, yourself out Remains of the Day by Kazuo Ishiguro uh, hope fall- you like butlers yeah <laughs> Uh, Followed by King Lear by William Shakespeare Hope you like sad dads (laughs) Hope you like tragedy Uh, Followed by Trust Exercise by Susan Choi Uh, And then we're closing out the month with The Girl Who Kicked the Hornet's Nest by Stig Larson
0: Hope you like the conclusion of trilogies
1: (laughs) Uh And then our bonus episode, I'd forgotten this until I looked at the schedule Mm -hmm. Is going to be The Wasteland by T.S. Eliot Hope Uh, you like poems Yeah so, you can find out more about our bonus episodes, patreon.com, social overdue pod. Some of our patrons will be getting uh, the first episode of Goosebumps sometime this week. Uh, and then we'll be putting uh, those combo eps up. You'll also be getting... Don Quixote, the cl- the finale of Don Quixote on the main feed later this week. There's a lot going on. Just keep refreshing your podcatcher. More overdue will just keep falling in there. Yeah, it's just falling out of our pockets.
0: Um, we Andrew, talked briefly about making March and April a little lighter schedule-wise because of all the, the new jobs and the moves and the things that are going on in our lives. And then we accidentally had our like most hoppiness schedule ever. It, just, <laughs> it's like something about the, the desire to do less
1: like energized us <laughs> yeah. in a weird way we're being super
0: efficient about it though yeah
1: that's true mm-hmm. um if this happens to be your very first episode listening to our podcast welcome um andrew what's our podcast website just say the website overduepodcast.com podcast.com oh, at overdue pod on the social feeds that's all yeah. you need yeah. to double know. double
0: click the blue e on your desktop and go to over, AOL keyword Overdue Podcast. Yep,
1: we're in there in those chat rooms. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us. Thanks to the Heaving Bosoms for this fun ep. Hope y'all enjoy it. I can only snap with one hand. I can't snap with my other hand.
0: I can't snap with either hand. Mm. <laughs>
2: Can I snap? And I yeah. can't
1: snap with my dominant hand. I can only snap with my off hand. It's very Whoa. interesting. Huh. It's not huh. that interesting. You're very kind.
3: <laughs> I find it very interesting. <laughs> is, this the
1: po- is this the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> this might this be the podcast. <laughs> the
2: podcast. <laughs> hey, how have y'all been?
0: It's a oh, lot. Good. good. It's great to see you. <laughs> I'm buying a house. Craig's starting a new job. It's a time of great upheaval. Oh, yeah. boy. On I'm, our side of the mic. But. Yes. Yeah. Well, but
2: he- same over here. We just mm-hmm. sold our house. We're under contract for our house. And now we're like, we're like, hey, can we buy a house? We do technically still need to sell ours. Is that cool with you? Mm-hmm. And people mm-hmm. are like, kind of. <laughs> so, you know, it's fine
1: over here. Yeah. How about you, Erin?
2: Oh, just normal. I have the same three jobs
3: I always have.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Same three jobs, same two dogs, same one Good husband. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stay in here, in this jobs. house. Can't make <laughs> me leave.
2: That's really <laughs> the way to do it.
0: A rock. is That's what you are. You're just keeping us all moored. Steady. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. And I'm Sorry. the water that slithers around you.
0: Yeah, Yeah. <laughs> <I slithered. guess. laughs>
1: I love I love I looking have, at I a raging river and, and being like, Thanks, Rocks. Yeah,
2: rocks, you're doing the thing.
3: <laughs> all right, so we made you guys read this book.
1: We
0: did. Yeah. You did.
3: Um yes. because- Once again, when are you all gonna make us read a book? Per tradition <laughs> For <laughs> <Per> tradition. <laughs> For tradition, yeah. But I thought this would be a good book to read because it was like the number one... I mean, I'm saying number one. This could technically not be true, but it was one of the most popular romance novels in 2021. Because there was it, a lot
2: of um, hype, yeah. Because it, it was blew like, up was big...
3: on TikTok. It became like a huge viral sensation. And it came... It had a interesting publication journey, which I thought you guys would find interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then, you know, I thought... Yeah, I thought a lot of people would know it, maybe even from your listenership that aren't romance readers, because it seemed like a gateway drug for a lot of people who are on like mm-hmm. book talk and like bookstagram. Yeah. So
0: mm-hmm. now. Aaron. and if you go and if you go to there's a site Amazon.com. I don't know if you've heard they sell some books. Oh God, in addition I've never to a even, bunch of other things. Gosh, thank uh, you and for if the you tip. go to the, their romance books page, this book is like big old featured banner, top mm-hmm. of the page, like yeah. over every single other thing. So mm-hmm. yeah, you could you could say that it's prominent. Mm-hmm. I was just wondering if you could tell me what a book
1: talk is.
3: <laughs> it's is TikTok for books. It's no a question. I'm like for books, I'm not on it um it does sometimes creep into my for you page which is like it's not really honestly welcome there um <laughs> but <laughs> is it i'm like told a, that's is the way like a this lot of, book got to prominence
1: is it a lot of people being like here's a book i'm excited about is it a lot of yeah. reviews i like is, is it memes? Memes? Is it it's memes? a lot of
3: it's a lot so of like it's a, this, so it's a lot of a lot of a lot of like pointing, and then like books will appear, and it's like like you you mm. like this you like this book, of
1: mm. yeah,
2: like that, they of thing. Or they'll <laughs> <be> <laughs>
3: like,
1: <laughs> shapuki, shapuki, so, this will exactly is like, to get. is yeah. you to get. a professional
2: book talker, a professional book talker, Craig?
1: I'm um, starting just now. I was Neato. playing little bit of
2: a little bit of Yeah. little yeah, no, what else <laughs> what else? do of do on bit of a book bit of a little bit I Um, want to be really clear that I'm (laughs) non-participatory in Melody's
3: book talk. I don't. I'm on this podcast and that TikTok
2: is for a different podcast. It is. That TikTok is for Bonkers Romance, which goes different places than Heaving Bosoms does. Okay. So, I mean, mostly. So yeah, and then um, a lot of times it's like it's like they'll just hold books in front of it, and then it'll be you know text being like, "Oh wow," or some of them are like comedy, like here are the tropes, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. like they'll they'll do they'll do riffs on tropes and stuff. So,
1: which feels very relevant to this book for sure. Very it's yeah. very aware of the tropes yeah, and tropes. into them. <laughs> very <noticed> meta.
2: <laughs> yeah, it gets pretty meta about it. Yes. frankly. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. that's true. Yeah, this is like a a much newer book than we typically cover on we've been doing newer books more frequently over the over the lifetime of our show Uh, but this is certainly one where it's like what this came out in 2021 and now uh Allie Hazelwood has three books coming out in 2022 like this is this is her moment I guess Mm -hmm. yeah
2: yeah well, and it got so
3: big so fast that then there was like a very quick like social media backlash to it as well, where of there were like is. a mm-hmm. lot of people being like, "This sex scene is cringe." Like there was a lot of like, "This is cringe" and "This is tropey" kind of backlash. Then there were a lot of people like dissing fan fiction and saying that publication shouldn't come from fan fiction and this book feels fan fiction-y, quote unquote. Bird. And like, what does that mean? What does it mean to feel fan fiction-y? And you know, like, right. that, mm-hmm. it got into this kind of. Bigger discussion, um, which was really interesting as well.
0: I feel like yeah. there, I've I've run into this a couple of times. So this is completely unscientific, but I do mm. think, especially for people who are like one generational rung below us collectively, yeah, <laughs> you mean there's below a tendency to maybe, yeah, younger. yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> to yeah, younger than us. I was trying to be like highbrow and highfalutin about it, but I think there's a tendency <laughs> to use the word cringe to cast a very wide net to mm-hmm. describe yes. a wide variety of different. Uh-huh. Like, feelings about things. Mm-hmm. In- <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, and frankly, like, cringe a lot of times is in vogue. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, those two crazy twins in Florida who, like, you know, rapped or whatever. That They were <laughs> cringe in a way that I can't even <laughs> explain to mm-hmm. anybody.
1: Mm-hmm. I, these characters, particularly Olive seems, the main character, seems to know when she is extremely embarrassing to herself. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yes, and and cr- I do not even know if I'm using it correctly, but cringy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like mm-hmm. the book seems to be interested in that feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean,
2: I found it very relatable content.
1: Sure, you know,
2: <laughs> like as as a quasi professional clown. A lot mm-hmm. of times mm-hmm. I I know actively when I'm embarrassing myself, but I either can't stop or won't, you know,
4: sure.
2: so sure. that's <laughs> I thought it was fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is just the
3: classic contemporary romance tale of two hot mm-hmm. dummies. who can't talk to each other. And that's what yeah. most most contemporary romances are about.
0: Yeah. yeah, it really is the axis on which this book spin, spins. Uh-huh. It's like nobody's ability like every conversation stops one sentence short of the one that would make the whole rest of the book (laughs) stop working and they just can't do it. They can't get there. They can't Uh do it. And it's it's paced (laughs) like
1: a lot of, you know, rom-coms and a lot of where those movies live these days is on like your Hallmark channels though. I know, Mm. you know, there is a Netflix rom-com thing that, you know, they're playing with it, but you don't see them as often in like wide release in film anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of that like serendipity, both in the good way and in the complicating way. yeah, stuff.
2: One thing that I did really like about this book is that it's set in it's set in the biology department of Stanford. Uh-huh. and all of the science. Not only felt like it felt simultaneously mostly accessible, but also very spot on, especially as far as like the politics of academia are concerned.
4: Mm -hmm,
2: And Allie Hazelwood is, you know, her, her life either other than writing romance or before writing romance, I'm actually not super sure, um, is in science academia. So
0: I read interviews from her. Taught, like on the circuit for this book talking about being a professor in the present tense so as far mm-hmm. as i know she still is doing it yeah but then also talks about having her like ao 3 profile still uh still active and up Hell there. yeah I, I believe it is ever underscore so underscore raylo is the great yes. yeah yes. she's yeah, a I, big I, I,
2: raylo right. stan
0: yeah <laughs> found that from her tumblr
1: uh-huh
0: so that's, yeah. But, so she's on AO3. Craig, what else do you, do you What else do you want to tell us?
1: Yeah. So she was born and raised in Italy. She lived in Japan and Germany before moving to the U.S. to pursue her PhD in neuroscience. As we said, this was her debut novel. Her other books do out, or I guess I don't know when, if any of them will come out yet. Under One Roof, Stuck with You, and Below Zero, all slated for mm-hmm. 2022 releases. Um, I saw an interview with her on Collider that really. Dove into like the background. This might be one of one of the ones you were referencing, Andrew, about her AO3 yeah. background, mm-hmm. um, and this is just her getting into writing. I was really, really into writing fan fiction, first for Star Trek, and then for the Star Wars fandom. Yes. It was this amazing community. I made a lot of friends, and I was just having a lot of fun. And then what happened is I slowly started thinking about trying to write something original just to challenge myself and to do something different. And while I was in that kind of mood, my agent started reading my fan fiction on AO3, reached out with the DM, and says, I saw something you wrote about pulling some of your fics and reworking them. I wanted to tell you I'm an agent, and I would love to see some of your manuscripts. Um, And just kind of goes on to talk about finding this, you know, adult friendship community through fan fiction and that kind of spurring her on to write. We've covered other uh, authors who've said similar things um, based on wherever they started writing. Uh, Mm. And then, you know, it's very trope aware. Uh, Something that's mentioned in that interview is that it is very trope aware because you're often commenting on and remixing tropes in fan fiction anyway. Yes. yes. So you're dealing with character archetypes. You're, you're dealing with recognizable characters. So you have to nod to what they've done in their source material, but also play with the source material. Um, she also mentioned that there was a, another sex scene that got cut or another part of the sex Ah, scene that's in the book that got cut. How dare you? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I'm not sure why that happened. Um, and then yeah, there are a bunch of references to this basically being Ray and Kylo Ren fanfiction. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it is.
2: I mean it it works for me. Um, and actually, some of our some of our favorite authors either like they met in fan fiction. So mm. like Christina Lauren is a writing team, and they were fans of each other's fan oh, sure. fiction for a while, and then they were like, "Oh, I bet we could write together," and now mm. they do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then were not they the ones who? Who met Sally Thorne and, like, hooked her up with an agent because they, they got to know each other in, like, the fan fiction sphere. Yeah,
3: I think a lot of romance authors started in fan fiction. Like, more yeah. more than, you know, are even widely known. And, you know, think what you will of Twilight, but it, it was the vehicle that launched, like, thousands of, of oh my gosh. great authors because it became such a fic world you know when a lot of authors were like right at that high school age of like (laughs) now we're going to write romances about edward and bella and then they you know then they blew up
0: yeah and like i understand that i mean this in the most loving and least like derogatory way possible but i feel like the one of the driving forces of fanfic is like make them kiss make characters kiss who either didn't kiss enough or they never kissed and they should have. Yes. Or...
2: <laughs> I mean, Andrew, in what world would that, would that be derogatory? <laughs> I just, I just want make sure
0: that coming, coming from me, a straight white man, like I want to make sure that I am saying that this is true and I'm into it and here for it and I'm not trying to be snobby about it.
2: No, totally. T- and I was, I was yeah. actually just thinking like, is there a world in which Allie Hazelwood like wrote slash fic? Because that. That is something I would definitely uh, look into.
0: I mean, if she started in Star Trek, like that is oh, where slashfic like came from. So hell yeah, I would, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Like, I guess I could just browse her archive and see <laughs> what's in there. But yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like so on the like the the argument on Twitter, wherever about about mm-hmm. whether you know this is ficky or if that's bad or like I'll say two things. Like one is her agent found her on AO3 Mm -hmm. and like brought her into this prominence from there. So I feel Mm -hmm. like you are clearly shutting yourself off to some kind of literary success if you're like not participating in this or if you're like disdainful of it. Like it's just it seems like a place where people can can be discovered now and find each other. And I think that's great. Um and I had a second thing and I forgot what it was. So
2: Well, one of the things I really like about fan fiction and like starting there. You know what? I'm just going to riff for a while and then you let me know when no, you're back. No, please do
0: and if you if I remember the super smart th- thing <laughs>
2: Well, one of the things that I – one of the reasons that I think people who start in fan fiction are often so successful Mm -hmm. is just that so much of being an author and so much of writing is just sitting down and typing the words every Mm. day. Yeah, sure. And especially in sort of a a lower pressure situation where you can get Insta feedback from other people who are familiar with the world in which you're swimming – I mean, you get that, you get that practice of just like, you know, cranking it out as much as possible and then revising later. Mm-hmm. So I wonder I
3: too think, if
1: there's something. Oh, go ahead, Aaron.
2: I, I just think it's another way of gatekeeping,
3: like yeah. who's a it real is. author and who's yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, yeah. It's, well, I mean, it's on trash. trash. Yeah. I
0: remember my second thing now. My, it's I. <laughs> Everyone shut up. Much remember more... the second thing. <laughs> Everybody shut
4: up. <laughs> it's. <laughs>
0: I find it so. We read uh, the book Aragon for overdue, like oh, relatively yeah. recently, like within the last like year or so, mm-hmm. and I find it way more obnoxious when people are playing with tropes and like genre things and like not admitting that they're basically writing fanfic, not admitting that they're like chopping and screwing all these different things and like putting them together. Yeah, because the author of Aragon is like, well, do we make fun of James Joyce for reworking? the odyssey and it's like shut up dude like just you no. could just say that you got stuff from star wars like it's fine yeah.
1: <laughs> but and i think the reason people do that, wrote is, that book
0: too like was, of course it like, was star wars yeah it's i <laughs> i think it's healthier to admit that you are yeah you are using other things as as your like foundational like building block and then mm-hmm. working up from there i don't know
2: yeah well i mean we're just like Inspiration has to come from somewhere. Yeah.
0: yeah,
1: and
2: I don't think that admitting that is a bad thing. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, and it's interesting too, in fan fiction, like you don't have to do the world building part of right. like writing in the in the same way. You're probably still doing some version of it, but you have. I mean, you, I've read some fan fiction that is doing some world building. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but it, it is like kind of it is. There's a foundation for you to already. Play on, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is an interesting case where it's like she's got a character relationship or, you know, some character vibes that she's already inspired by. Right. And then she's also got all of her lived experience in academia. And so it's got this interesting, uh, it is playing in an existing fictional or, you know, environmental space in the same way that I think a, a lot of fan fiction fiction writers are playing in someone else's kind of narrative space or world building
2: mm, space. That's a really good point. Mm. Yeah.
1: Because um, I think the other, the thing that I was also struck by in this book that's outside of the romance element of it, but the is more specific to the academia stuff is just all of the power dynamics that it dives into. And I think this is what you were talking about earlier, Melody, of just yeah. like the the different ambitions of all the different characters and the, dip, like, the ways some characters are are leaning into the hierarchy and the way some of them are able to avoid it um mm-hmm. and a lot of that mirrors how some of the relationship stuff works but it's not right. always one to one and it's not everything trying to be grafted into a neat little box
2: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah and I think a lot of it informs the way that people navigate interpersonal relationships yeah. like I really liked that in the starting scene she, she sort of played with that myth that men like can't be sexually assaulted you know mm-hmm. and managed mm-hmm. to do it in a pretty funny light hearted way
1: yeah
0: craig you know me i do i don't love calling and talking to strangers on the phone like i know when this I, about you like yes. when i need to fix a, a takeout order or <laughs> when i need to talk to a medical professional
1: <laughs> andrew fixes a takeout order is a really good uh genre of episode in our friendship but anyway continue <sighs> woof uh
0: So uh, that's one reason why I want to tell you about ZocDoc, Mm. our sponsor this week. ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed take your insurance and are available when you need them. And you don't need to talk to them on the phone. You can just use this handy website and or app to book them. I like that idea. Uh, With ZocDoc, you can read up on local doctors, get verified patient reviews, and see what other real humans had to say about their visit. So when you walk into that doctor's office, you're set up to see someone in your network who gets you. Who gets you? Me. Who gets you? Go to ZocDoc.com, choose a time slot, and whether you want to see the doctor in person or do a video visit, and just like that, you're booked just like that. Find the doctor that's right for you and book an appointment that works for your schedule. I've used ZocDoc to schedule dentist appointments and eye exams, and I appreciate that you can pick an appointment time right from the site and fill out a lot of your paperwork before you set foot in the waiting room. Mm. Go to ZocDoc.com slash overdue and download the ZocDoc app for free Then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash overdue, ZocDoc slash overdue.
1: Andrew, we are also brought to our listeners this week by one of our Patreon supporters who wanted to spotlight the All Things Cozy podcast. Sounds cozy. It is. Are you searching for a podcast to help you relax and focus on the good things in life, craving a community of kind people to discuss recipes, book recs, TVs, and movies with the spirit of a close friend? Absolutely. Then All Things Cozy is the podcast to float your cozy boat. Hosts Matt and Jillian cover warm and comforting topics every other Sunday. From episodes on calming crafts to cozy author interviews, it's always guaranteed to soothe and delight. Every episode also features soothing sound and music recommendations and a scented candle review to light your way to the homiest aromas on the market. I do want to just spotlight that in the most recent episode, Cozy in the Lab. They try out six spring-themed science experiments that you can do at home. Seems appropriate for our Mm -hmm. episode this week. Yeah. Um, Anyway, treat yourself and tune in wherever you get your podcasts or visit allthingscozypodcast.com.
0: Should we get into the book?
2: Should we get into the book? I
0: think we should. It sounds like we are.
2: I know, right? It's really exciting. (laughs) exciting.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And y'all had had not read this before coming in. No, no I hadn't okay, read cool. it. Awesome.
3: No, we were going to read it anyway, and we thought this might be a good one to do with you sure. guys. Sure.
1: And is anyone yeah. on this? Anyone on this call? Uh, like a biologist?
3: No. Or a scientist? Unfortunately, no. no I okay. am super unfortunately a lawyer. No. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Could be like a, check, you know a biology lawyer.
3: Could, mm-hmm. be. Yeah. could be. Yeah, could be a scientist. I'm, no, sure I'm, I'm very much not. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we've said many times. To- well, it's it's honestly kind of funny because we've said many times on our show yeah. that we are not scientists, but mm. then we did make our goal to become scientists in 2022, which yeah. is kind of an in joke. Um Which
2: we've pretty much already done. Yeah, so, yeah. I so I we are like kind okay. of like scientists. We're like biologist uh-huh. adjacent, yeah. you yeah. know? But
3: um
0: like
2: I could talk about mitosis and mitosis. osmosis. Mitochondria mm-hmm. and is the photo... powerhouse of the
0: cell. I know that.
2: <laughs> Photogenesis. That
0: can't be right. <laughs> photosynthesis. Um, photosynthesis. Photosynthesis.
2: photosynthesis. You. <laughs> yeah, we're <laughs> scientists. Yeah.
3: Sorry. Yeah, yeah, we are. We are scientists. Is
0: Photogenesis saying. is when you take pictures of a Sega console. Yes. Or, yes.
1: or the band Genesis. Or yeah. the
0: band Genesis. Mm, yes. These are all good jokes. So <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> <so> this... <laughs> all right. So, so we this start book out... starts with a
0: smooch starts with a bang.
2: <laughs> it does. It starts off with a super, super uh, awkward, terrible smooch. Because no, wait. No, it starts with that prologue. What
0: are you oh, guys yeah, talking sir, about? Thank you, Aaron. Oh, I'm sorry, say. Aaron.
3: You're right. You're Chapter right. Chapter one starts Hang with God. a smooch. Sorry. Jeez. I have to do You're... everything around here. It starts you with do. the prologue. Ugh. <laughs> and like, she's got her con. She kept, this girl, this girl's just Listen. such a hot fucking mess. Like, okay. yeah, She's kept her contacts in too long and now she's just like blind I guess? Yeah, she put her- in like,
0: expired contacts because yeah. oh, right. she's That's a poor uh, going to be grad student or is a grad student? Going, go in, going yeah. to be. This she's is a in the grad prologue. Stu-
2: she's a no. master's and now she's thinking about PhD times. Yeah, I
0: think she's like digging deeper down the grad student mm-hmm. hole. Yeah, yeah.
2: So, and, she's- and so she's one of those like very very smart books wise and like dumb as a post real life wise Mm -hmm. and one of those things is that she wears expired contacts and and like I think it's supposed to be a joke but I was definitely like because she says like oh they're only expired for like a couple of years I think (laughs) that's fine but then, like
3: so she's she's she just like ducks into this bathroom that is the hero's bathroom she can't see him due to expired <laughs> contacts and the fact that she's mm-hmm. like crying and using the eyewash um <laughs> and they have this kind of conversation about like why she wants to be a scientist um mm-hmm. and he like encourages her to do better on her interview um and she can only see him as like a dark like Kylo Ren shaped blob, big but, like <laughs> tall, <laughs> deep
0: sort of voice. darkly handsome. Blur. Yeah, like yeah. a, like,
3: yeah. a very, like a hair, deep voice sort of person. And then like, and she's convinced he's
2: a grad student.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. And yeah. he does no
2: not reason whatsoever. Yeah, and
3: he does he
1: says things
0: like "my lab," right, right, yeah, right. Well, but he like didn't give her a business card yeah. during this interaction, so I guess <laughs> no. she has possible deniability. <laughs>
3: For, like, a while. Not as long as she doesn't realize it, but, like, a little bit. But, like, I just kept thinking, no matter how much encouragement and pep talk this man gives you, like, still Mm. you can't see and you can't Mm. stop crying. Like, how well could that interview have possibly gone? Like, she doesn't fix the problem before the end of the... I want to know... I want to know what happened, but we never I know. We just launch right into this smooch.
2: But all we find out is that uh, she... She's like, I don't know if I really want to go into PhD. Like, it, it's it's starting to be, like, diminishing returns, maybe. And he says, well, what's your reason? And finally she comes to, like, I, you know, I have a question that's really, really important to me. And I don't trust anybody else to do it right. And, mm-hmm. you know. And she just discover, wants to cure cancer. Yeah, discover the life-changing knowledge or life-saving, I should say, and he's like, "That's the best answer." The oh, get They'll in get here, a be a scientist. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, "I am going to be a scientist." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's crying and
1: crying. <laughs> she is
2: it. not going to do contact science. I'll tell no. you that much. No,
1: she's not no. going to study the eye. No, not, not eyeball should. science.
2: <laughs> okay, so chapter one,
1: <laughs> and we and we've yada yadded two years and eleven months or something. It's a long time. Yep. Yep. Two years
0: and eleven months.
3: And she still hasn't figured out who she- the tallest, <laughs> darkest man darkest, with the deepest, n- deepest voice, deepest, is. Who, like, wouldn't you remember which laboratory's bathroom you stumbled into that day? Like, this man she made was such an impact on her. It's,
0: and it's really sort of comical how far into their fake dating relationship <laughs> right. that they get before she realizes, like. Oh, might maybe have been him (laughs) who set (laughs) her life on its current course. And then she
1: needs another person to confirm that it was Uh probably him, which rules. (laughs)
3: Just the hottest dummies money can buy. (sighs) It's so hot.
1: Also, she's got two Mm -hmm. really good friends. Oh, we're talking about the main character, Olive. She's got two really good friends, uh, Ann and Malcolm. And they don't has she ever told them this story of the mystery man no like i feel like must not have maybe this would have come up in their friendship of when you're like why did you come here why are you putting yourself through this with the rest of us and maybe why do she'd you be have like,
3: ulcers yeah. on your retinas like yeah just my eyes were,
1: questions my eyes were really broken but a guy spoke to me and now i'm here <laughs>
4: Like were <laughs> <broken>. <laughs> the man spoke, the man to, spoke
0: me. to me. <laughs> there's there's one thing in this book that Olive is consistently bad at, and it's ever telling the truth ever in any circumstances, <laughs> <Yeah>. no <laughs> matter true. how low the stakes are. Or even yeah.
3: having a good reason to lie. You're right. No matter <laughs> how low the stakes are. That's the thing that's
2: nuts to me. It's like, why? Why are we still lying? It makes no sense. <laughs> it's true. Or, like, or not taking the most circuitous route she possibly can. Mm.
4: Yeah. Like,
2: she could have just been like, my date got canceled, and that's why I'm at the lab. But I mm-hmm. was on date, and am date tomorrow. Could have done that. But instead, mm-hmm. she decides to launch her lips at a big man. <laughs> and so she she kisses him, and it's like this weird peck situation. And he, he hesitates, and then he does put his hands around her, like, ribcage, question mark. And then Just she pulls one hand back. all the way around her teeny, oh, yeah. tiny, tiny ribcage, beefy Just. hand. <laughs> yeah, she a ton of ribcage. Because he's cage. like a
0: big, like, and look golem and remember, sort of she's man. like 5'8", <laughs> and he's <laughs> big. Now, Yo, that's what so she says skinny. at one point.
3: I <laughs> yeah. know her stomach is so concave. She's so nervous about it's how like he's going to feel about her ribs that jet out because it's, it's so. Because uh, so she eats like
0: Lorelai Gilmore, like she eats a lot <laughs> and it's <laughs> yes. all junk food. Like I'm not, <laughs> but sure. But every time she like casually mentions, pile,
3: <laughs> how many marathons she runs a year. Like every once in a while, she's just like so many marathons, though. Reader, like that's. How it just is? No. How it? How it happened?
2: Yeah, but like doesn't <laughs> have time to actually exer- Listen, it doesn't matter. So, so she uh, is like, okay, well, <clears throat> and like tries to walk away, and he's like, hi, did you just kiss me? And she's like, I mean, I, I'm gonna try it. Nope, <laughs>
3: no, I <Yeah>.
1: didn't. <laughs> she's, she's just like jumped right to gaslight. What if I say yeah. no? Mm, what are you gonna really, do about it? I
3: would have done mm. the same
2: thing. I love that. Um, <laughs> It was like you throwing the blueberry muffin down the hall.
3: (laughs) But like she launches herself at this guy because her friend's coming and she's supposed to be on this date and then it's not until after she after she pulls back from this smooch that she's like, Oh my god, it's that professor who's like mean. It's the professor you know, who's the such one who's like yeah. six, five and huge and like looks like and the guy god. that I just smooched. And it's like, mm-hmm. how how long can we like pretend to not see people in front of us? Like the <laughs> whole prologue. and like the whole like the decision point to smooch during the smooch, right. like it, mm-hmm and now mm-hmm. now she knows who she, who he is known as mortified.
1: Adam Carson Yes, Carlson. Carson, and Carlson. he's like
2: Carlson. he's the wunderkind of biology, and he has all of the science grants, and he has the biggest nicest lab, and he's and the
0: biggest nicest chest, the, the famous. He has the
2: yes. biggest nicest a lot of things, a lot <laughs> of things.
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, you might you might know. I think the his first name is the most visible artifact of the Raylo like origin thing, is because his uh-huh. name his name is the same first name as the name of the guy who plays. Kylo Ren in the Driver. Star Wars yeah. movies? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And and mm-hmm. every physical description of him is just, yeah. what
1: if Adam yeah. Driver yeah, but yeah. bigger?
0: But <laughs> bigger yeah. well, mean, and one, like, maybe point, handsomer. It's even, like, yeah. it's even like, oh, his his nose is a little strange, but he's super handsome anyway. And it doesn't yeah. make sense, but it just is true. I never <laughs>
1: noticed how strange and hot his strange hot nose was. Like, it's really <laughs> awesome.
2: Truly. Okay, so he's like, you need to explain to me what just happened. And she's like, I really don't think it's, like, necessary at all. (laughs) And so he says, all right, great. Then I'm going to just go to my office and start on my Title IX complaint. And she's like, "What? What are you talking about?" And he's like, "You kissed me without getting my consent. That's a big. That's a big sexual harass." And then in she tries to anywhere. gaslight him into saying that, like he said, "Yes." She's like, yeah. "I asked you, and you said yes." And he's like, "I didn't. Like, you did <laughs> yeah. though. You said yes." I know. So by the end of this conversation, she does come around, and she's like, "Oh my god." I read all of the signals wrong and I wasn't even thinking about your signals and I was uh, so like, yes, please, please <laughs> make a Title IX complaint against me. I super deserve it. And uh, oh
3: That's my God, what, I'm so sorry. what in my profession we call a
2: confession. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you're not supposed <laughs> to, to do To a legal thing. Legally. Yeah. yeah. Know, yeah.
1: Biology law, we call
0: that a confession. <laughs> we, mm-hmm. <laughs> but so Olive has, she's done this because she has decided this is easier Than telling her friend to date her ex-boyfriend who she didn't even like that much. Yeah, Yeah, they
2: went on like three dates. Mm Mm-hmm. And then
0: he There's no chemistry or biology or any of the different kinds of science. Honestly. That's the
2: one.
3: <laughs> no geometry. No. <laughs> no algebra. There's barely any physics even. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jeez. No, it's so it's so nuts because like like Mel said, she had told this girl that she was on a date to make her think that you know she she was over this other guy. She could have just said, "Oh, my date was canceled. Tomorrow's my date." She could have also just talked to her friend and been like, "Hey." Yeah. I really noticed you like him. Like, I'm over him. Never was really into him in the first place. Please go
2: for it. Like, oh, that, like, that I that don't never really to want... her to do. Yeah. Yeah. Never. Never. She would rather lie to her best friend, her best friend for
0: months. For months and months and months. Months. And like, maybe, maybe, maybe she's doing this because she's such good best friends with On that she knows that. She would never actually accept that, like, oh, I'm over him, and I was never that into. That's what him. she said. Yeah, she you gives on a lot of credit, uh,
1: perhaps too, not pr- too too much of the wrong type of credit, basically.
3: Right, <laughs> like, isn't that on's <laughs> problem at some point? Like, a little bit. <laughs> a little. Sorry, like a little. I told you what to do, you didn't do it. Like, sorry, you didn't and, get that.
1: And I think there's also Good like, stuff. she's also got <laughs> a lot of you know self <laughs> low self esteem, <laughs> self doubty trope you know, Mm -hmm. characteristics. And and that's not to diminish somebody who feels that way. It's just like, it is a thing that makes the story work and a thing that advances many parts of the plot are that Mm -hmm. she doesn't think she is capable of something or worth something happening. And so she would rather than face it directly, she will find five different lies and pick the worst one with the least consideration. Uh Um, Mm -hmm. And also it's all driven by this fear of losing people that are important to her Because she has no family. Uh, Her mom passed away uh, from cancer when she was like 15. And then she moved to the States away from Canada. And so like now she's got two or three important people in her life. Mm -hmm. And if she were to ever upset any of them, uh, maybe they would get cancer. I think is like what she feels. That's exactly what
2: it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, really. And um, also, yeah, like one of the things that this this book heavily relies on is – her always having that country song running in the back of her head, like, she don't know she's beautiful. Never oh, yeah. crossed her mind. You know that one oh no, she's not that kind. Like, really, she has no idea she's smart. She has no yep. idea she's super pretty. She has no idea about anything. Well, and she um, wears
0: contacts, so she can't even take her glasses off and have everybody around her realize that she was beautiful the whole time. So,
2: like, <laughs> I don't know
0: how that's supposed to work. But it is a... I think this is one like Olive's character is one really smart way that the book uses its background, which is like STEM academia. Is yeah, mm. there there is no. My understanding from my my women friends who who are in this field is there is no place on earth to develop more self-doubt than there is yes. mm-hmm. to be a woman in STEM. Like, it's yep. just, it is just going to happen. And and then yep. this is something she struggles with personally. It's something she struggles with professionally. And it's est- extremely believable the whole time, no matter how much other parts of the book are sort of stretching. <laughs> Completely. Everybody's like imagination and patience. So yeah. Completely.
2: And one of the, one of the things I really loved about just the overall dynamic is what a foil on is mm-hmm. to Olive. Um, because she has sort of gone the, she's taken the other end of the spectrum where she's like, no, I'm going to be the fiercest. I'm going to be the most like supportive of other women, other, other BIPOC women in STEM. Um, and I really liked that. I really liked that even though they had so much interaction and you could tell that their relationship was like very lived in that like it didn't it didn't change their core personalities. Sure. I don't know.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I I also appreciated too that the we don't get a lot of time with Olive's advisor who is also a woman. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. But we get the sense that like while she's a very supportive advisor in terms of supporting Olive's work, at least from Olive's perspective, she's not also getting the like the emotional support she needs or mm. the like social resources. Or right. Olive hasn't asked for them the right way. So there's the what you're saying, Andrew, is like the they feel disconnected, even though they probably could have more kinship as advisor and advisee. Mm. Um, and every each of their experience of it is unique enough, like on included um in right. this miasma of misogyny and nonsense it's a scientific word i don't know if you know
2: coming down <laughs> with, with all the good stuff here so okay, okay so
3: she's made out with this guy in the hallway and then <laughs> yes. it's for the benefit of okay. on yeah. and yeah. then like the next day when she's like hey were you messing like Messing around with Professor Carlson in the hallway yeah. at 11 p.m. in the biology lab? Like, for some reason, all is like, oh, you saw? Like, how, how did you know? How did you <laughs> oh, know it was <laughs> him? Did you look at him with your functioning eyeballs? Oh, no. Like, now this rumor is out there. And Ann has told her friend Malcolm, who has now told the entire school, and now it's like a whole uh, thing. Oh,
1: Adam walks up, too, and he plays along. Well, He's like, wasn't that neat? Yeah. Right. Yeah.
3: So she's, like, he about to, like, try to make up explain. a lie. yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. he Oh, you're
1: right, Aaron. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he yeah. can
2: tell that she's, like, flailing. And so... Because I feel like that's just, like, her normal state. <laughs> really?
0: And she, so, I think she has Muppet arms, yeah. yeah.
2: Oh, truly. So <laughs> he walks up to her and he's, like... He, like, puts his hand on the small of her back and it's very warm, listener. Okay? Mm-hmm. Large, and warm. And then... That's just a big, warm, warm slab of hand. Grounding, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And then he looks and he very intimately says... Is everything okay? <laughs> and then on is like, "Oh, I'm leaving now. Bye!" And then she fucks off, and it's very believable. And now they're dating to the entirety of the science uh, community at Stanford. yeah, across
1: the co- coast to coast. Everyone finds oh,
2: wants- Harvard knows okay. about Everybody it too. Knows, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. because he's so famous. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and he has no idea either.
0: It's true.
1: He doesn't understand
0: this. Really, he's one of the greatest, hottest scientists of his generation. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Okay. So she finds out that everybody thinks they're dating. And so she goes over to his lab and she's like, Dr. Carlson, can I please speak with you? And meanwhile, they have not spoken in two years and 11 months. Like she talks about seeing him in the hallway or like across the quad or whatever, mm-hmm. but never actually interacting with him. And he's just like, yup. And they go into a <laughs> conference room. He's like, "Yeah, let me let me just put down all of my beakers. <laughs> I don't give a shit about these slides. Let's just go into this conference room." All of my and so <laughs> he's juggling beakers over That's there. That's what scientists put them down. like. I've got i got my beakers. I I've got
0: my Bunsen burners. Like he's I've just my, using like, the force fluid. to carry
1: five beakers around True. the whole time. Yeah. Yes!
4: Yeah, yeah. exactly.
0: I mean, I I, yeah. One's got to assume that Olive is she's got separation anxiety because her parents left her on the desert planet of Jakku.
3: You know, we had the orphan story. She couldn't just write that <laughs> yeah. into a contemporary romance. So we had to have pancreatic <laughs> sure. cancer
1: and stuff. We haven't yeah. discovered Jakku yet, so it can't be <laughs> sure. in the book.
3: Oh, oh my wait, gosh. Wait, wait. So I have a couple things to say. First of yep. all, how, how little she has interacted with this man since Bathroom Day in the prologue.
0: Yes. Two years and 11 months ago. Two yeah. years yeah. and 11 months ago. The most famous man on campus.
1: Just,
3: yes. uh, just underscores most science man how creepy his infatuation is <laughs> yes. at the end of this book. That he like knows all these things about her and mm-hmm. stuff, and he like talks about her to all of his friends about like how much he likes her and has had a crush on had a crush on her grad student for like so long and like he's only ever seen her from like across the quad, like like but just also, like, like weird like, stairs.
2: Doesn't then, <sighs> talk to her ever. No yeah. why?
0: Two years and 11 months is a long time for all this to be going on. It's a really long time. I know they're very
2: busy science people. Barely sleep, doing science all the time. And when they're not doing science, they're writing grants. I get Mm -hmm. it. But like you could nod at her mm -hmm. when you're in the break room together. Mm -hmm. Then the the other thing is she
3: notes that after people start realizing or thinking that she's dating – uh dr carlson that like they start like giving her the choice beakers and like letting yes. her be in like the better spot in the lab and not like stealing yeah. her pipettes and stuff so like, they don't later cut on... in front of her for the electron mm-hmm. microscope yeah and like then later on when she's like kind of accused of sleeping with this guy to get like a better leg up in the shmur yeah. floor floor and yeah. she's like how dare you i would never do that like that is <laughs> part of her consideration when when she starts fake dating him. She's like, "Yeah, I will get better access to the electron microscope." Everybody's like
2: a little bit afraid of me now. So that kind of nice. Use that shit. I'm like,
0: and she didn't. She didn't do it for that, but she has less than zero problem with exactly. it once it starts happening. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah.
3: Right. She's like huge net benefit. It's for not mm-hmm. not a part of that. the consideration when she, she makes the decision. So yeah. what
1: comes first? She does she enter into her fake relationship contract with him? And then tell her friend Malcolm about it, like or is she yes, talked to. Yes. Okay, she, she, yeah. So
2: they, so she goes to the conference room and yeah. she's like, "Big problem. Everybody thinks we're dating." And he's like, "I mean, I'm fine with that. We could yeah. let him keep thinking that." And she's like, "What? You're supposed to like go <laughs> berserk and tell everybody to go fuck themselves." And he's like, "I mean, I don't really date anyway, so." And so she's like, "Wow, okay, I, I'm gonna have to think about it." And then mm-hmm. I think she has that conversation with Malcolm, and well, then we we learn goes back into his office. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because when he decides to also fake date her,
3: we learn that his reasoning for it is that Stanford he... has frozen his dollar bills <sighs> yes, because yes. they think that he might go to Harvard yes. and somewhere. take their mm-hmm. dollar bills, which are more and and mm-hmm.
1: their
0: prestige.
3: And right. the prestige, too. Right. Yeah. Um, this
0: feels just like when we asked you to explain werewolf mechanics. In yeah. The-
3: <laughs> <laughs> and, like, that was easier. Tell me about his,
0: tell me about his funding.
3: And tell that me more. was more easy for me. Um, yeah. Okay. So, so th- because there's, like, more dollars – Elsewhere, um, mm. they think he's going to go elsewhere. Really, based on nothing except for cl- nothing. collaborations, and they think that if he settles down and has roots in Stanford,
0: that that if will he make him stay.
2: Putting his D into local P, yeah.
3: Yeah, he's putting down down
0: roots. Putting down roots. Yeah, he thinks
2: that if they think
3: that he's fucking a grad student, that's going to help.
0: (laughs) Yeah,
3: and then they will give him more money. I just don't think that. Well,
0: we've got hmm." all of these like IP address logs that show you being in Boston a lot, but you are (sighs) seeing a grad student. Yeah we love this
3: sexual relationship between <laughs> you and a student at our school like that is our favorite thing have You're all technically the not money.
0: breaking any rules it's fine <laughs> And I'm fine. sure that there
1: has never been a faculty student thing that has caused problems at this university. Never blown I'm up. I'm sure never. that everyone on no. the advisory board is like, this can only be good stuff. <laughs> right. uh-huh. Thumbs up. No peer review needed. <laughs> yeah, one Yes. I like. I guess the there's a couple things here that like, the specifics of it are <laughs> uh, like unhinged, but the
2: <laughs> the. the Overall, because well, I like, think both of them are slightly unhinged.
0: Yeah. Oh, they totally. are a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And he's just more like quiet about it, and yeah. so very, it seems he's less. Quiet so. About
1: it. <laughs> he, he's just got this like big deal grant with his buddy Tom Benton from Boston. Tom Bitt- yeah, Tommy Tom. Um, Ooh, and
2: Mr. B. So <laughs> I
1: think that's like the lure away to Boston that Stanford's worried about because it's this big mm-hmm. deal thing. Yeah. But I also know. I have a relative who got a job at a college recently and like they give some very preferential bank loans to professors who are buying houses in the area. I think there's like Mm -hmm. weird little stuff like that where Mm -hmm. they do want you, if you're going to be tenure track, you know, they want you to to put down roots and they're going to invest in you. And then they don't have to actually listen to you because they're, you know, paying you enough to stay.
0: Correct. Well, I know know that there's some consideration going like if one person starts working at a particular university like there is consideration given to like getting their partner a job or you know like other things that that give them incentive to stick around
1: and and if he's at Stanford there's you know that's gonna he's a MacArthur winner they talk about that all he's a genius Mm -hmm. Um, genius that's gonna attract the next generation the best and the brightest to Stanford (laughs) of course all that kind Mm -hmm. of stuff Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, he's is he's like, listen, you need to fake date me until September 29th when <laughs> when they the release the fall those budgeting funds. process is over, which <laughs> <laughs> makes no sense.
4: It's not until when budgets the
1: end happen. That's not how budgets year. work. <laughs> yeah. September <But> 29th. <laughs>
3: <laughs> like to what craig said about like giving preferential stuff to people who like have houses like he mentions that he's like he's i'm renting right now buy a I house have, i don't yeah, have buy to a house, buy a fucking dude. house i'm like buy a house man You're your a professional parents were diplomats. man in the world who's very rich why what are you renting that's a bad <laughs> that's a red flag sir yeah like yeah. buy a
2: house <laughs> No, for real. Like, don't yeah. fake date a That's a good yeah, investment. It's a bad you, plan. If, even
0: if you do go to Boston, like, you could still Airbnb it or whatever. Like, real totally. estate's a, a smart investment. Just do mm-hmm. it. Yeah. yeah.
2: Jesus. <laughs>
3: anyway. All right. So, All right. Okay. Moving on. So, sorry. We've got to So, cook she comes here. in. She's, yeah, we do. <laughs> yes. we gotta,
2: We got to go. So, mm. she comes in. She's like, listen, I will fake date you, but here are the rules. We keep it on campus. We uh, only see each other once a week for 10 minutes and no sex. No sex. And he's like, (laughs) and he like shuts down completely. He's like beep boop bopping. He does not. Non-computing.
3: He has to
0: do a hard reboot. He does. Yeah.
2: yeah.
3: Hard reboot is the right way to say it. I think think we're like, I, I think we can be pretty, this is a neurodivergent hero. Like, I mean, it's not overtly said.
0: I hate to I hate to armchair diagnose anybody, but sure.
3: And he yeah. he has like he has a hard time when she throws him curveballs like this for sure. Like she's like yes. no sex, and he's like I wasn't even thinking about sex. Like don't lie, right. so, oh my but god! Then in, in
2: her <laughs> inner monologue, she's like, oh, of course you would never want to have sex with this. Ugh. <laughs> this Me, is absolute this is detestable a slag heap of a <laughs>
0: body that I'm walking around in.
2: Yeah. And and so he – so that's hard for him because he's like, no, I've wanted to do you <laughs> for a really long time. Yeah. yeah. But he can't say that out loud. What? Okay. So they agree that every Wednesday they're going to meet up at the coffee shop for 10 minutes so that people can see them in the wild doing yep. social things. For Maybe like talking yep. at each other's faces the tiniest bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and so, the <laughs> other thing is that Tom Benton is coming into town to like see his quote unquote collaborator, but it's very mm-hmm. cloak and dagger for a little while, and he is interested in helping her move her experiment along faster yeah. because her advisor isn't isn't doing money stuff very well yeah her, not- her
0: advisor is and it's <laughs> It's one of the main things that we learn about this character. Her advisor is retiring in like a couple of years. So she's basically checked out yes. and her lab's not very well funded anymore because she doesn't have a lot invested in like the long-term stuff that you need to be invested in to get science done. So right. Olive's like, I have very promising research. I think it's it's innovative and unique and and I just need money and resources to get it off the ground. And and Tommy so Tom she's the lab shopping basically. Bit. She yeah. emailed
1: every professor in the country that with a good lab and right. was like, "Hey, can I come over for a year?" Yeah.
3: And Tom's yeah, and the only one that cute. got back to her, and she doesn't yeah. know that that's Adam's collaborator. But we yes. soon find out.
0: Yeah. It's the lack of preparation before any major interview that she does. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, it takes her till the night before to look up a picture of this guy. There's a, like later oh, yeah. she's on a panel with him, and she didn't even realize that she's on a panel. With him. Yeah. Like, have you ever been on a panel? She wasn't I'm, gonna go I'm- to his talk.
3: <laughs> like she's That's gonna right. interview with him, like the interview. She didn't she did know he was him, doing a talk at, right, at all. college. Yeah, and it got yeah. bumped up to be like, How about let's do it right now? Cause we're all at the coffee shop. So basically, like he's gonna come interview her, then like they're doing their coffee day, and then he's there. And so he's like, Why don't I interview you right now? Because you're my friend's girlfriend. And like that yeah. got bumped up, and then he's like, Are you gonna go to my talk tomorrow? And she's like, Fuck a talk? Like I didn't what? even know about that. So that talk <laughs> would have been before her already scheduled interview. So if oh, she had kept the actual interview, he would have been like, how'd you like Did the you talk go to yesterday? Talk? Yeah. And she would have yeah. been like, duh, I don't know. Like, <laughs>
0: yeah. no, she on? would have come up with the most elaborate possible lie. <laughs> yeah, you're right. She, she would right. have said, like, like oh I was gosh, skiing was and I fell road, out of a plane. And, like, that yeah. Yeah. And, is and, like is my here's, here's like a Here's yeah. a notarized <laughs> receipt from the like, the. Staples <laughs> that I was at, like buying supplies.
3: And oh my god, I forgot my pajamas.
1: Yeah. <laughs> also, I'm I so can't
3: so her see right, right now. Pajamas.
0: Yeah. But the so every after this conversation where they have they lay the ground rules, no sex. Like this is a fake relationship. We see each other for ten minutes. Every time they interact after that, just has like full like bound chicken wow wow like. Yes,
4: it is. It's
0: like, hot. Sexy hot meat. Like why don't. Here's a contrivance where you have to rub sunscreen on my yes. shirtless yeah. chest. Yes. Here's just like I'm just like pushing a car for oh, some reason, and you notice how big and big car. my muscles uh, are. <laughs> oh, are oh, sweaty, when they're
1: at Tom's, Adam? when they're when they're at Tom's surprisingly boring talk, that's like uh, the entirety of Woodstock showed up to attend. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. well, he's known as one of
0: science's uh, biggest hotties.
1: Yes, he um, is. He's,
0: so many uh, people he's a are there. Daddy.
1: Now what I yeah. do like about these three scenes, the the sunscreen scene, mm-hmm. the your uh science daddy pushed a car, you need to go kiss him in the street, yes. and the please sit on his lap while Tom talks boringly. All yeah, yeah. of those are like nudges from on yes. who is like, well, you said you're dating the known ass weirdo, I guess just like date him already. I'm going and- <laughs> to need some PDA.
2: Okay, I'm going to need it. I I'm going to
1: squirt all of this sunscreen all over you so that you will go rub it on that hot man playing Frisbee who you mm-hmm. have said is yours.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was convinced the whole time that Ann knew it was fake dating mm-hmm. but thought yeah. that Olive liked Adam so was trying to do her friend thing by... Mm-hmm. Like she knew, but she couldn't tell That's her because if she told her, then she would know, you know, like that whole web. Yeah. But then was like, mm, I can tell she likes him. So I'm going to be like, why aren't you sitting on his lap? Mm-hmm. You know, like that kind of thing. Um, but that didn't end up being the case. That's She's not, just a no, weird that's friend. that's not the
0: case. And it's <laughs> like, your boyfriend. His- <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> really. Okay. So wait. So they go and they do. So they have the um, impromptu interview. And yes. one of the things I really, really liked about this is that when Tom is like, so what's cool about your project? And she like fizzles out in her whole brain. Yeah. It's really nice because Adam then is like, what kind of question is that? Like, how <laughs> right. how do you expect her to answer this question? And so he looks at her and he's like, why don't you talk about what your thing is targeting and what, what gaps in the literature it fills and what you think the problems will be and, and la, 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 la. And so she's sitting there going, oh, my gosh. Adam doesn't know this, but he really did me a solid because he helped me organize all of my thoughts Mm -hmm. so I can nail this interview. Uh And, you know, throughout the whole thing that he's doing all of these things very intentionally. Not Mm -hmm. pushing the car. Okay, All right. That was just (laughs) (laughs) that was just that. Sometimes you just got to push a car. (laughs) Sometimes you have to push
1: a car. I didn't even understand okay. the traffic that was happening. I was kind of confused. No,
2: don't understand the traffic. I Wait. don't understand how pushing it like uh, into the next parking space would make <laughs> that much sweat. Wow, that was a lot of sweat, I you guys.
0: Pushing a car. And i, a I mean, He's a big. He's a big, <laughs> hulking, like ten foot tall man. But
3: <laughs> Wait, <laughs> you boys like never push cars. I don't understand. I like, push cars. Never.
0: I, I just, know. I figured it would be like a, he would know how jumper cables worked. And like, mm. I would find that attractive in a, in a man. Yeah. Like, Cause sure. I barely, I'd, I'd have to, I have to Google it. Like, I don't, I don't just know. And I right. thought that he would just know. And she'd be like, oh, like, he's such a manly man. And instead, he lifts the car up over <laughs> his head and like puts it in a different parking <laughs> spot.
3: I would find if jumper cables were like available and instead a man lifted a car above his head and uh, then just moved it to the next time, I would find that to be unattractive. Yes. Be like, <laughs> you don't have
2: critical thinking. Skills. I would be like, this is not about off. you. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. OK. And now. OK. Now they go to Tom Benton's talk. And this is where on is like, there are so many people here because he's a science hottie. Um, please sit on your boyfriend's lap. I would do it, but he's not my boyfriend. He's your boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which like weird flex on. And so then she does, she like looks at him and he he's like, he he does his one curt nod mm-hmm. that he does so often mm-hmm. in the book. Mm-hmm. And so she sits down on his lap. And one of the things I really liked about this is just I felt like it was one encapsulation of how slowly comfortable she's getting with him. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, there's a lot of
1: chatter of the two of them kind of like mocking the talk, of just like talking about the room. They're once they actually develop a vocabulary with each other, it is very charming. And it's clear yeah. that they are both very comfortable with it. It's just all yeah. predicated on some
0: lies that they're telling Many, each uh, other and hearing Jenga Tower of Lies. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's true. So then they go outside and Adam is pushing that car and Ann is like, go kiss your boyfriend. So she goes over and she's like, Such we have to kiss now to because Ann is looking and he's like, she is looking. She's still looking at us. We better kiss. And <laughs> they do. But it's like better than the first one because it is consenting on both sides yeah. <laughs> and everybody's ready for it mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> because it's not a surprise can you
3: like she doesn't think she doesn't have the thought is he married until like chapter three? <laughs> oh my <Yeah>. god <laughs> just, i just want really... to throw that out there yeah anyway yes. yeah consenting and also
0: both why sides, wouldn't she kiss. know
2: that if he's the most famous science hottie in the land, right? No
0: one
3: like likes I feel he's like everybody... Who cares if he's married. He's well, a he
0: jerk. He's so dark and mysterious. Yeah. It's like he he's a jerk but he's, he's otherwise totally unknowable.
2: Okay. Yes, yeah. All right. Exactly. All right, fair. Fair. All right, so what happens next? <laughs> is it picnic next? Yeah, I guess well,
1: it's yes, picnic. so they've they've Talk talked about picnic. About- they've talked about the stakes of the science picnic which feels like a Flintstones Ooh. Moose Lodge episode yes where we've got it's like all- your boss <laughs> is nice coming over to Craig. dinner and you have he's nice <laughs> reference Craig they, we have to be we have to be publicly in a My relationship
3: <laughs> it's just like it's just like Craig knows every way to just like speak deeply to me all the time like wow first with um the happening and now yeah uh-huh. <laughs> um anyway <laughs> Before this the picnic, is this is important. Before the picnic, they have that fight yes. though, because he shoots <gasps> down somebody else's like
1: Greg science, yes. G- oh,
3: Greg's science project, his, no, his his um dissertation proposal. Sure, yeah. sure. sure. So he's he does like, shoot that down, and he's like, "These are
2: stupid. It's Fix bad. Them.
3: Get a new um scientific Idea. method for it." <laughs> and so then he's like, stop it with that and do another thing instead. And Greg's like, oh, no, if I start over, I'm not going to graduate in time. And then my wife is going to, like, not live where I live or whatever. And, like, it's a big deal. And she like she's like, you're mean all the time to everybody. Um, she on tells text. him
2: that he is um, – uh,
3: unapproachable
2: and uh, antagonistic. Uh, antagonistic Antagonistic. Yeah, yeah and, and she's, she's like said, don't you think you, you could say things a little bit more nicely and he's like no that's not my job my job is not to coddle these people my yeah. job is to tell them whether or not the science they're doing is legit and if it's not they should do science better I don't care where your wife is living you should have done it right the first time Greg and she's like, well, fuck you then, Adam. And then he does like the three dots appear and then like no response Oof. for a couple of days. Oof. Yeah. Oof.
0: This is my biggest problem with his characterization earlier in the in the book. And he, he gets into it even more like later on when they're in the hotel room together. But... He is described over and over again as this famous ass who's like a horrible person and everybody hates him and he's a total nightmare. And like maybe it's just because he has been crushing on her for two years and 11 months. Yeah. But he is never anything less than like super courteous and thoughtful and even he's not even like overbearing with her. Or no, th- he he's no. Like, he's super nice. Even the the th- like the reasons why his students hate him, I was actually like, Yeah, I am team Adam on this one. Like you should yes, just hard do better shame. work. Hard <laughs> you shame. should just be able to take criticism.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yes. But like um, things that about her that you would think that W- would annoy him where she's just like wildly inefficient and like very flighty and like never knows where her shit is like one time when she had to dig lies. in her jeans yeah. for her like her dirty jeans on the floor for her cell phone that like gave mm-hmm. me anxiety like that could have been in the washer oh. immediately like just so many of those <laughs> things that I feel like Adam Whoa. would have be I like you? get your shit together <laughs> but, like she didn't you how care about when it was
2: her I don't I've washed my airpods Erin yeah, right. have I told you about that no that
3: sounds that sounds accurate ad- ad- <laughs> It's accurate. like six. Right. It's like yeah. six. Again, relatable content over here. <laughs> sure. But I just feel like Adam would be more annoyed by that, given Sure. I you know certainly how he is with is. others. So Tell maybe, you that much. maybe that's what maybe that's what love is. I don't know.
2: Yes.
1: Here's a hypothesis. Yeah. Maybe that's what love is.
2: <laughs> hypothesis. That's right. Okay, so um now they're gonna go to this picnic. And she hasn't spoken to him in a couple of days. Yeah. But they're gonna be people who date in front of everyone so on does this thing i love on's obsession with sunscreen it's very on point as far as her character is concerned Mm -hmm. loved it and she puts like a lake of sunscreen in her hand and then she's like i bet you need to find a lot of surface area of skin and put it on it (laughs) i wonder who has the 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 most surface area the largest palest
3: chest in the history of time
2: stop playing ultimate frisbee come yeah. over here big boy they're all shirtless <laughs> it's
1: what? top gun but frisbee like he he had so much anxiety about this picnic but his buddy tom benton's in town and he's like oh, time yeah. to rip off my shirt and throw he that time disc. to take off like, shirt. let's go loose.
3: Yeah. <laughs> that's the other thing it like worry. it seems like he's, hammer he throw has- my
1: man let's go <laughs>
3: They say he has so much social anxiety all the time. Like they keep pressing this like hard for him to be around people, like exhaust him to be around people sort of stuff. But then like when he does get around people, he seems very – at ease. Like, I guess yeah, so, you because, know.
0: like I, I have a lot of social anxiety, and you know what's not high up on the list of things that I'm gonna do in front of a bunch of strangers is taking, taking off my your shirt, shirt and running yeah, <laughs> around?
2: Like, no thanks. Is that it? No thanks, everybody. <laughs> and not only that I also
0: think this whole sequence says so much more about what <laughs> on gets off on.
2: Yes. And it does. Agreed. <laughs> <anyway>. Loving on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: like um, a a successful
1: man ridden with social anxiety is not necessarily going to rip off his shirt and play ultimate frisbee i would also think maybe he might not then just wander over to his grad
0: student girlfriend and say lather wow, me chicka, up baby wow, let's wow. go wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for yeah. just, could you put the most sexually suggestive possible substance on my hey mm-hmm. the dean on my chest is over back, there please? And he mm-hmm. needs to know that I mean business.
1: Oh, Can yeah. Can you lube I am serious. up my back, please? Yeah, I
0: need my, I need my grant funding. So, uh, yeah, go nuts. Go nuts, baby. my funds. Lube me up. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, is okay. this how decisions are made at Stanford? Are people, are boards just sitting around? Puma? California's a weird place. I mean, okay. I remember, do you remember the sunscreen incident? <laughs> oh, man.
1: Jeez. I okay. would never do it like this at Harvard no. Yeah, no, no, no wonder
3: everybody's at trying at to get out and get to Harvard <laughs> 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 this is a weird <laughs> way to have to like get to a situation where nobody's stealing your pipettes like it's true
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay so meanwhile she has had two weeks to get a report together that's like all of for her Tom, um, yeah. yeah for Tom to, Tom, Tom to impress him into giving her a bench in his lab in Harvard for a year so she's been working overtime, and he is making sure that he has, like, all of her experiment protocols and, like, everything she's ever he, done in science in her life. And he moved yeah. the goalpost, too. Like, it was supposed he to be, just, like, Monday,
3: and he's like, how about Saturday? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. she's like, mm-hmm. so Yeah. Because she's a procrastinator.
2: Right. And then, um, don't, does he go on a trip with Tom? They go back
1: to Boston for like yeah. a
0: little bit yeah. to do
1: some stuff. I think it's- To do grant what, stuff. And we
0: learn later- I think it's later, partly like his covert interview yes. process, right? We Maybe learn later that that is yeah. the
1: beginning of Adam's covert interview process at Harvard, which our good friend Holden Rodriguez later tells us- um, He's Adam never even o-
2: considered before.
1: Yes, Adam has never considered this before, but I bet it's because you might go there. Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah,
2: it is. L- yeah. like just listener hey listener um he's had a crush on her for almost three years and that's yeah. the work that's the reason
1: from so
3: far yeah. away from, from so, so such a long distance away. Away. crush yeah. just from yeah. that one time where her eyeballs hurt so bad she couldn't even <laughs> focus on him like i can't
2: i don't think she looked pretty that day like <laughs> she was so red red and rimmed when, like shit wasn't but together
0: but she cared so much about science she cared so much about science because of her mom
4: yeah, yeah. Oh, and, and her during... dad
0: who left her on Jakku, and she needed to I, I come like, up with listen, a cure for being left alone on the desert planet.
1: True. If we
4: listen,
0: could only
1: early detect about... when you're gonna get left on Jakku, <laughs> no one would get left on Jakku.
3: We've talked a lot on the show about the magnetic appeal of an adult orphan, and I think yes. that could be oh. the, the case. <laughs> like, this, could be a... this seems to be something that happens in romance a lot, where somebody's like an orphan. Oh, I, I, Do we don't, know. don't know, know what that is. Issues? You don't have
1: to meet any in-laws. Fair. You don't. Yeah, like I think Ooh, that's you don't part have to have of like it. you're just you're just free <laughs> from their attachments.
2: Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, They've vistas got, are opening up in front of me right. right now. Yeah, so
0: true. I mean, some people really like their in-laws. Like like some people's mm. in-laws listen to overdue. So like, I got no problem with my in-laws, but I can see like objectively. <laughs> No, Why? my in-laws it are great. Have appeal, put it on the yeah.
1: record. I've got no issues with my in-laws. Yeah, <laughs> we, all,
3: we all have fantastic we in-laws. We have great <laughs> But we can understand, like, what if we would have all married a different person? Like, oh, were werewolves. are horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But our, all of us have great in-laws.
2: Yes. Yeah. So, okay. i put so that out
1: so Oof,
0: base now, is
2: covered.
1: Oof,
0: let's
2: does go. He, doesn't he get back early from his trip? He does. He comes back
1: early. Yes.
2: And mm-hmm. she gets surprised by him and she's very excited about it because yeah. she's she's been a, a bit bereft without him the, around. They've no. been texting a little bit because
3: phone Is calls are Is that before their kind
1: of sweet late night lab scene that they have together where they chat in the lab? When he like, he comes back early or
0: is that before his trip? They have like a- because the, She's think... like, she's cranking on this paper that she's got to get to Tom early Ooh, and yeah. he's in the break room and he took her chips, right? Yes. yes. yes.
2: Oh my God. That scene and was this is so, so good.
0: Earlier when uh, they, they had that impromptu um, interview where Tom asked her what was cool about her research and Adam's like, you're a fucking idiot. Don't ask right. that question like that. And she doesn't quite like she talks about how it's pancreatic cancer, but she doesn't quite talk about why. And it's obvious that it's related to some like tragedy in her past, but she doesn't want to get into it. And it's clear that she is not used to talking about it, like will go out of her way not to talk about it. And so she opens up to Adam like it was my mom. I lost her when I was a teenager to pancreatic cancer. And that's been like my driving force this whole time. And that's how that's one way the book signifies that things are getting serious is like here's a thing. That obviously she doesn't like talking about that. She is talking about with this large hot man. Yeah, and and
4: the way that
2: he listens <laughs> and yeah. the way mm-hmm. that the way that he receives that and like doesn't go overly sympathetic or yeah. you know mm-hmm. do the things that a lot of times happens when you talk about a loss like that. Is also very comforting to her, and he doesn't push her to talk about it either. Which right. which mm-hmm. Tom was mm-hmm.
3: doing, which is gross. Yeah. Oh
2: yeah, Tom during that he was like, "Who died? When did they die?
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. what kind
2: of what <laughs> kind of hurt is on your soul that your I can grief exploit is a later? Trope.
1: Tell me about it." Yeah. <laughs> <Tom> sucks,
0: <laughs> no, and that, that's why I I really like this this scene in particular. And there there are a couple of others, like I mentioned the hotel one where he is like describing more in depth like his 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 uh issues with his like previous advisor and yeah, how he, how that influences his like teaching and mentoring style like i thought that was very sweet but like these two characters are frequently doing really annoying improbable stuff but there are enough little scenes like this that where it sort of pays off like where the mm-hmm. characterization and the 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 setting and like their relationship to each other and like their difference in age and position like really comes together and pays off that mm-hmm. i that that I think is why the book works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yes. yeah, it's it's just it's it's nice. It's, this is a nice scene. I think there's also something at the end of that scene.
1: He comes close to saying something. I don't mm-hmm. remember what it was, and I don't so, remember if it's. I think
2: it, he's about to tell her that he's had a crush on her for is years. Is that what it is? But yeah. Then I think Jeremy he, he's comes about to
0: in. Drop that she. He was bathroom guy. Yeah. Yes. 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 And luckily, I Irish Jeremy things. comes in. Both and, things.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. God
3: damn, Jeremy. She's and Jeremy. I think part of this interaction of how then she leaves the conversation with Adam to then go with Jeremy adds fuel to the fire later when yes, um, you're right. um, good point. When, like right, I think right. that might be like the next scene is she's with yeah. she's with Malcolm her her other friend at the the coffee shop and she, oh
2: God, she's oh such my a God, fucking Malcolm mess. is such a pansexual so dreamboat. So yeah, I do love <laughs> really Malcolm. Quick. I love so Malcolm. sorry, Malcolm's, Malcolm's forever. Good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Malcolm
0: Forever. I did like immediately, immediately clock that the best friends of the two romantic were going to get together. Like this mm-hmm. was going to be a full when Harry met Sally situation. <laughs> sure, and it was going to happen, and it was going to be great. And then mm-hmm. it was. And this is so. Holden, not Tom, because Tom sucks. Holden. Yeah, no, Tom yeah, sucks. No, no, no. We haven't we haven't met the other. The They're real both best. Great friend
3: friends, like great supportive uh, friends. They're good guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so we're having coffee with Malcolm. She has a Wednesday at AM, um coffee date with... Adam every yes. week to be seen having coffee that's their 10 minutes a week. For some mm-hmm. reason we're having coffee with Malcolm at the same time at
0: like 9:55. Yeah. <laughs> she does It just doesn't, she doesn't think about it. Because she's this.
2: freaking out cuz she just realized that like she likes him, like like yeah. likes him. Mm-hmm. And she's also finally figuring out that she's demisexual. So she's been she's been sort of confused for a lot of the book. Well, not a lot of the book, but like she talks about a lot of um, the years a lot of her before, life this. before the book. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, being really confused because she's like, I just don't experience attraction the way that it seems like other people do, and she's realizing that like she has to trust someone and like really respect them and really like like or love them in order to experience any sexual attraction, and she's got the biggest boner for Adam mm-hmm. that like has ever happened.
1: The pipette and she- is full.
2: Yeah. The <laughs> 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 and he and and she's like, but he would never, not with me. Holden already. Oh my God, she had this conversation with Holden where he was like, "Yeah, he's been talking about this girl, and I'm so glad that now he has a girlfriend because it's been long no, enough Holden that he's up been in love." Tells with you. her that it's her. He's like, yeah, "I'm so glad
3: he finally he got it. with you because and he's been Im- talking about this yeah. girl for so long." But, and she's but like, "But he, and her a imposter syndrome
0: and <laughs> her like deep like." I don't, like, deep-seated dislike of herself or, like, yeah. distrust of herself makes her think, oh, well, it can't possibly be me.
2: Well, no, but it's also <laughs> because, because yeah. he phrases it in a way that's like, he would only ever date this girl yes. that he's been in love with for three years. And she's like, well, that's not me because he's only fake dating me. Oh, no. And
0: we met two years and 11 months ago, which is <laughs> much different than three years. Yeah. Yeah.
3: But he was probably watching her sleep before that. Before, <laughs> before the bath. Yeah,
2: he was definitely
0: using climbing the, into using her force. window. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm.
2: So she's telling Malcolm, she's like, What would I even tell him anyway? Like, I can't talk to him about this. What would Did I just I say? I like
3: him. And every, like every time he's around, I'm horny for him. I don't know. It, yeah. it was better. Words I want to hop on, on his said. D. Is no, that what you what want this, me to that say be, to be, him? Yeah,
0: that's what the book was.
3: Yeah. And then she's like, "Oh my gosh, he's here for the standing weekly appointment that I have what? with him at this time." My God, like she just, she just never and has. And he a has overheard
0: enough of it, but <sighs>
1: not that it was about
0: him. So
1: mm-hmm. what does she
2: do, Andrew? What's the – what does
0: she do? She's like, (laughs) well, if you have somebody who you'd secretly love and it's not me, then I have somebody who I secretly love and it's not you. It's totally not you. I wasn't talking about
2: you at all. I'm going
3: to lie. It's
0: definitely a guy named Jeremy.
3: She doesn't say that though. He assumes that it's Jeremy. No, he
0: he assumes that it's Jeremy. There, there's yeah, there's some there's some faults on on both sides but, of this divide. But yeah, he she decides to pull the old switcheroo.
2: One thing that I loved is that she says, "Oh, it's not about you." I wasn't saying that, and he was like, "Yeah, I know." Like he was very he yeah, he hates himself same. too for no reason. Right. Yeah. So yeah. then, so but the
3: thing the thing that's nuts about him thinking that it's Jeremy is like. Jeremy what was are the we fake original. Dating then?
2: <laughs> yeah. So Jeremy was the original <laughs> so was the guy the that we were dating fake dating. Place.
3: To show that it wasn't she wasn't into him. Now she yeah. is into him. So maybe we, now we stop but now we're just fake dating for grant funding. Aren't yeah. scientists I... supposed
2: to be good at maths? Because like that equation is fucked
3: It doesn't up add up it's as soon as
0: Jeremy's
2: on the other side, mm-hmm. you know?
0: Jeez. I mean, maybe he just knows Olive and her like all of her lying style enough at this point to know that she would never take the, she'd never go as the crow flies between two (laughs) points like in a human relationship. She would always need to go the roundabout way. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So,
1: okay. Okay. So that's like the big kind of two thirds of the way through relationship complication. It doesn't like break up their fake relationship, Mm -mm. but it sets both of them on an expectation that like after this, it is probably over. Mm -hmm. Like I think they both kind of understand, and she is obviously pushing the notion of being with him away because if she ever got involved with him, then you know then he would disappear, and she would she would actually lose him because she can't get close to him.
2: Yes, Um,
1: yeah, his big event in Boston or something. Is, is like the everyone's going to Boston, is the everyone's last going chapter. to the big it's event. It's conference Boston.
2: time, it's <laughs> academic conference time yep. where they ask a bunch of super poor people to rent $300 hotel rooms for no reason. Yeah, yep. so what happens there is that both of her pals, the ones that they were gonna room with, on is like, I'm taking my first boyfriend trip and we're having a room together, and then Malcolm's like. I decided to bunk in with these bitches. And so she has nowhere to stay.
1: (laughs) And so she. And everyone's like, we just thought you'd stay with the hot guy. We just thought
0: you'd stay with the hot guy that you're dating. Mm Yeah. Yeah. And so they, she know tells- they know he's the keynote speaker, even though she doesn't. <laughs> she, doesn't she doesn't know, know he's, he's the, key- the keynote speaker. speaker.
3: How? We're supposed to just trust that her science is so good. <laughs> yeah. With, like, her science is nothing. so good because she
0: isn't able to do any kind of analytical problem solving in yes. any other relationship.
3: Very like <laughs> no, She never notices anything. Like, you know, this was yeah. on the front of the program. She even says, I'm sure it was huge on the front of the program, and I just didn't notice. Like, it was probably on banners in the fucking lobby. Yeah, huh? Listen, we're just if supposed it had to been, really hard trust that she's good at science. If it had been
0: in between a couple of those little glass slides under a microscope, she would have noticed it cuz yeah. her <laughs> science is so good. That's
1: all she thinks it's about, true. science. Yeah. yeah. Cuz she's been invited to to speak on a panel mm-hmm. about her research. She, was supposed she doesn't to just know who is on the panel with her. <laughs> Yeah, she doesn't know who's on the panel either. She's petrified of it. He helps her prepare. It's very
0: sweet. It is. Yeah, he He's helps to like, put a PowerPoint deck together, yeah. and
2: she's like, "OMG," because like that honestly is love.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's very erotic. Is yeah, like, tr- and just trying to make sure that he has like the right fonts and like the version of PowerPoint that he yeah. needs to open the file. Like it's it's very intimate.
3: Yeah, but her backgrounds were lime green.
0: Yeah, are
3: slides that she was going I mean, to present to other scientists?
0: Maybe it was just supposed to be like an intentional homage to the early internet that didn't... It didn't Nickelodeon estate. To a GeoCities yes.
3: like... Yeah, okay. like it was just like,
0: this is my Angel Fire presentation about pancreatic cancer. <laughs> my live it's journal under construction. about
3: pancreatic cancer. <laughs> yeah, it has a little under
0: construction gif guy on Except ah. he's got like a microscope or something.
1: Yes! <laughs> this rules. Oh my gosh. Um, But she... So she's kind of terrified of that, but she's going to stay... With him in his hotel room, they have yeah. He offers twin to beds, let her
2: stay, or whatever. and he's yes. like, "She's like, no, I can't possibly do that because there will only be one.
0: There bed. will only be one bed." Mm-hmm. And he's mm-hmm. like,
2: "What? No, I I got a double bed. I got that confirmation email. I can right. forward it to you." And he's, she's like, "No." <laughs> when this happens, it's always only one bed. <laughs> Which it's it's kind
3: of fun that she's always commenting on the the romantic comedy tropes. You know, like, "Oh my gosh, we're fake dating. It's just like romantic. You know, like, oh, we're doing yeah. all the tropey things. There will only be one." One bed it will be all these happenstances but it's like she's never watched the end of one of
1: these movies
3: <laughs> you know Totally, I mean? she's like so- all of these things are happening to bring us together but I we could that possibly. might
1: be right though because i think early on when she's like oh i'm best friends with on we always eat junk food and fall asleep watching movies maybe oh she god, never, never finishes the, the movie. movie oh my god craig you're right <laughs>
0: She's never seen anybody get the she just thinks wow, she's never yeah. seen that end. the ending hero kiss. Is like
3: you're not good enough for me.
2: Goodbye forever. And
0: she's <laughs> yeah. like, Man, those Yeah,
2: those movies
3: are so sad. Yeah, she never sees
2: Matthew McConaughey get on that motorcycle and go <laughs> across the bridge, you know, Richard to get Gere that yellow probably, lady.
1: Richard Gere probably just keeps paying her to show up. It probably yes. never changes. Yeah. It's probably yeah. the same I mean, and time. everybody
0: remembers the end of You Got Mail, where Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan are just like, Okay, bye.
3: Bye. <laughs> the funny thing about melodies with Matthew McConaughey on the motorcycle is that
2: that mm-hmm. could have been the wedding planner or how to lose a content. Yeah. That's why I threw the yellow dress in there. Oh, You sorry, know sorry. what I'm talking about I didn't, about didn't hear sure. that part. Sorry. Yeah. He was also carrying his lump I'm sure about it. I recall. <laughs> so <laughs> now, so now they, she agrees. And because yeah. he says, um, I'm only going to be there for one night anyway. We'll only have like one overlapped night.
0: Yeah.
2: And, uh, you know, we'll be. Barely any time
0: to have sex at all. Yeah. yeah no. Not. <laughs>
2: mirror out
0: which we, which we won't.
2: No, No, nope, because we agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she goes <laughs> and he like walks in early. She's like, he would never come to the hotel room that his name is on and he has a key to. <laughs> and he, he does get there just in time to see her in her uh, flatteringly shrunken little black dress. Yeah. Who doesn't try <laughs> on their outfit before they go to the thing? <laughs> right. Oh my god. Yeah. <sighs> Anyway, he's into it. He's yeah. hard into it. He can't yeah. go
0: to her talk because, surprise, he's the keynote speaker. <laughs> he's the keynote speaker. Who knew? Who and could then, possibly have known?
2: Yeah. And then she gets to her uh, her panel and Tom Benton is like, fancy seeing you here. <laughs> so cool. We have a panel together. And she's like, really? <laughs> 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 oh, my God. <laughs> what a weird. <laughs> Wait, but the talk and the
3: panel are different things, Right. The no, keynote speech no, there, present, no it's, it's like is different. No, I've it's like
0: the, a... key, the, the keynote speech is the reason why Adam can't come to her presentation. Right. And that Tom and Olive are on the panel together is why he is at her presentation. So
1: I and I've been to I've been to right. panels like this through um like medical school stuff that I've worked with where yeah. like it's like four or five people, they each do their like little mini TED talk thing and then they sit back down oh. and then they okay. usually and, like a moderated
3: yeah. I understand uh, that. Okay, okay. so she yeah. had her talk and then immediately following is the panel where it's like the Q&A. Yes. Yeah. Okay. yeah, they cool. all get a turn to be it. like,
2: this is the science I'm doing, now ask us questions. <laughs> so it goes really well. And then afterwards, everybody's like, wow, Olive, you've done such a good job saving pancreases all over the world. And <laughs> she's like, wow, I really did. I barely stammered over words that I know backwards and forwards. It's totally cool. Mm-hmm. And then Tom fucking Benton comes slithering up to her and what and, a heel turn! Like what a heel turn! I mean, went I mean, from
3: no. zero to one hundred percent villain so fast. Yes. Well, yeah, it's
0: like there a guy definitely... who one person who one friend of Adams didn't like for reasons that he didn't disclose. To full on cartoon, like rubbing his hands together, he's tying twirling his mustache. To the, yeah, he's yeah. like tying Olive to train tracks while yes. he's delivering mm-hmm. this monologue. <laughs>
3: He said, yeah. like, 15 things where, like, two things would have would have done yes. enough like to he make him definitely. a
1: villain. So, yeah, he comes on to her. He, mm-hmm. uh, you know, basically just tries to uh, start kissing her there and then, forcibly, mm-hmm. without, yeah. you know, she tries, she stops him. She rejects I mean, to be if,
3: fair, she's done that to others.
1: Yep. Well, and, <laughs> so, and
3: like, the let's book, just call it even at this point.
1: I think the book is aware of, is, like... <laughs> is aware that it's doing that. I think, you know, right. I think, Oh yeah. yeah there's definitely. also the author's note at the end where she talks a little bit more about title nine stuff. So I think she's like purposefully mm-hmm, doing mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Agreed. And yeah. He, he is then like, well, what you were totally sleeping your way to the top. That's the only, why did you think I was going to give you this thing? And then he also, yeah, Aaron, he starts like villain monologuing about how he's like gonna undo Adam's career from the inside and he's going to steal all her research and he's, you know, just takes off his face and it's a lizard and he's just an awful human.
3: Yes. True. And yeah, and she's yeah. like, Why are you why are you doing this? And he's like, Because I can. Because I'm a man in science. <laughs> like, yeah. No one will
0: ever believe you. Like, when it's it is <laughs> I understand that it happens this way because it needs to happen this way. Because Olive, who is really good at pancreas science but otherwise doesn't have two brain cells that she can rub together, has left her. <laughs> iPhone voice memo thing going yeah, from oh my the God. presentation for this whole time. So she's caught it on tape and so she can fix it later. But, <laughs> like, but yeah, I, this, the, the description we get of Tom otherwise is this guy who is actually really adept at using soft power and like. Right. manipulating people without them realizing that he's manipulating them mm. and for him to come fully out and just and to to be full villain in this moment just just feels I mean it feels like it's happening because it has to happen and yeah. unlike a lot of the other stuff that happens in the book it doesn't feel like it's happening because of reasons that are like rooted in in character or Yeah. Well,
2: and you're right. It's really interesting because so much of his character is using charm as social currency to get Mm -hmm. ahead. Mm -hmm. And so just, yeah, pulling back his face and showing his lizard parts um, is pretty surprising. There was a moment, however, where I didn't know where it was going and it might be a commentary on me. But when he was saying... I have what you need, don't I? At the Harvard Labs, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, wait, 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 wait.
3: Is
0: this, this is not is the this, hero. Is this about beepers?
3: <laughs> I, I want to say. All right, let it let the record. And then reflects. it got The not melody sexy. was into Tom wait, Bentham no, during then it got this not sexy. speech, uh, but just like that one part, and she and I was, was hoping like, oh. this went into a sexy throuple <laughs> in Boston. I mean, um, it could. Have. I wouldn't
2: I, hate it. I'm always I'm always into the sexy threpple. <laughs> it's very that's
0: one. I mean, it's it's a hypothesis that didn't work out. It's true. Yeah. But I do as scientists. It's good that you wanted to. I explored you know, it, discover. Andrew. Yeah, mm-hmm. empirically. Yeah.
3: I do want to say this though, because I wish it was. I just – I wish it was less of a full villain turn. I think you kind of touched on this, Andrew. Like I wish it was mm-hmm. not recorded. I wish it wasn't a full villain turn. I wish it, instead of it being recorded, she did have like a situation where maybe people didn't believe her but Adam did or yeah, – you know, yeah, because yeah. That, right. Because right, it's just right. not how it – happens in real life like somebody doesn't give you a villain monologue and step out and say like I'm evil and I'm going to sleep with you when you come to Harvard like right. instead it's like it's it's like an undercurrent or like one comment where you're like did that did that just happen? Am I wrong? Mm-hmm. Like, and you're second guessing yourself. And then you're like, if I tell somebody about this, how is it going to sound? And like, right. I wish it was something that was a little more realistic and, and in, in that way, because Especially- well, in the, in the, in the, whole,
0: the whole thing that like, sh- so she, before she tells Adam about this, she tells Holden about this, who's adams b f f that we mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. and he is because because he is the only one who had expressed any doubt whatsoever about Tom and his character and his motivation motivations up to this point. And you know because because Holden and Malcolm have started boning. Uh, Yay! Malcolm is like, why don't you go? Yeah. And we're all very happy about that. But, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Malcolm is like, why don't you go ask, uh, maybe this guy's best friend in the whole world about how he would respond to this. <laughs> and he says this thing about how, you know, we're, we're scientists and we all, we,
1: evidence. we are trained
0: yeah. to, yeah, to, to, to seek evidence and to, to. Uh, change the way that we think based on what the evidence is, whether that agrees with what our hypothesis as is, whether we whether it's what we want or not. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think even that point that the book is like explicitly making would be better made if. He- if she didn't if she wasn't literally like phoenix right like presenting evidence like here's the tape recording mm-hmm. of this guy right, <laughs> right. saying exactly the thing in exactly the terms that would be admissible in a court i also like
1: yeah. you said earlier andrew because like yeah he is this soft power guy that our two main characters are incapable of being like they they right, can't function right. in the world that way <laughs> they're
0: guileless yeah, yeah. and
1: yes. and so what I what I like about this being part of his supervillain power set is that like the book is not it's not saying that if they had those skills, they would be better served, actually. Um, but right. I think you're right that he is smart enough that he would probably be playing a longer con than this moment. Mm-hmm. Yes, um,
2: she he would have to get her there. Come
3: on, the everybody. In the world, she would have undoubtedly walked away from this conversation confused. As to whether or not she'd heard what she thought she just heard or what if he was actually saying the thing she thought he was just saying. And, yeah. and there would be no, there would be nothing for her to latch on to of like Tom said this to it, me and it was offensive. Or
2: at this well, point, it would have just been like way more. It, it would have just been charm. Like yeah. this is, it would still be charm because mm-hmm. she's not in his lab yet. No, she owes him nothing the lab right lab now. you
3: try to right,
2: you have to exert. You have to have power over her before you can exert the power. Only over motivation
1: her. that Dr. makes Doctor B the only motivation says. I think that makes sense for him going this bad this soon. Is that he actually thinks she's too good of a scientist and doesn't Mm. want her in his lab at all? Because he does say, like, no one will believe you. I have all of your notes. I'm just going to do your work. And
2: yeah, so I'm going to take it as mine.
1: If he invites her or if he honors the agreement, sex. Yeah. Um, But if he honors the agreement and then makes the play later then there's like a whole like she came out to boston she's recorded as being part of his lab mm. like i think at this point i don't well, know I don't, I don't think that the book is really making this argument i'm just trying to figure out a I way no i don't think he's it,
0: intentionally yeah. trying to blow it up i think maybe he's overplaying his hand yeah, because he yeah. thinks the because all the because of all the stuff that you said is true like yeah. he, he thinks that even and and, and You know, to support his hypothesis, like she is leaning in the direction of like not reporting him, not doing anything until she realizes that she literally has a voice recording of him saying all this stuff to her. Because in between Mm
1: -hmm. her going to Holden or talking to anybody about this, she like is very clearly shaken and then she just goes back to the hotel room and then she has a wonderful night with Adam. Yeah, they go on a date so and eat he sushi. Comes
2: back to the hotel, a
3: lot of conveyor belt sushi before yes. this this very well, lengthy sex uh, scene, which I was like, "Don't," I mean. A lot of conveyor belt sushi in the for I feel like there would be gastro- G-
0: gastrointestinal issues <laughs> that true. get
3: like in the, the way just of this
0: <laughs> night. Phenomenon
3: stuff that she's like, mm, who knows what kind of fish this is?
2: room <laughs> temperature. <laughs> I know this is out of character for me, but we do need to back up before <laughs> we get to the sex. Right. And that is <laughs> that when he walks in, the way that he handles this is. is really incredible for her so she's crying and he's like what happened who did this to you and she says basically she tells him that um people in general were saying that she's a bad scientist and that she's mediocre and that she's derivative and the only reason she got on the panel was because she was his girlfriend and like all the things tom said to her and he is like, he just pokes holes in all of those things and really builds her back up. And then he tells her, I don't know if this is before or after. It's probably after. Doesn't matter. He tells her about his advisor and like yeah. really gets yes. into the nitty gritty mm-hmm. of it. And mm-hmm. the interesting thing about that is that Tom Benton was always there to sort of mediate, um, the abuse that the advisor, uh, did on, um, on Adam, but We find out later from Holden that it was four things that, like, he would have no idea about Adam doing unless he had a spy on the inside. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So... It seems like Tom has been his long con here, and this is why I think the heel turn is so is so unbelievable because he's literally been doing this for ten years yeah, with Adam yeah, yeah. is like getting him in trouble and then defending him and really making Adam the better scientist think that Tom is you know rely on Tom in other ways so that Tom can get good science out of him and put his name on it too yeah. Um, okay, but, but she's crying and he's wiping tears off her face and it's all very cute Gently, and then thumb to cheekbone. He does do the thumb on that <laughs> cheekbone. Yeah. And then he's like, Let's skip everything and we'll go out and we'll get you we'll get you drinks and we'll get you food. Let's just and take. Let's cute. do alcohol,
3: and then on top of that, lukewarm conveyor belt sushi, all yes. you can eat, twenty dollars, and then on top of that, a, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. pumpkin spice sugar drink. Yeah. Oh no, that comes and later. As,
0: and then, as soon as you're done having the worst diarrhea of your entire life, we'll go back to the hotel room yeah. and we'll have sex.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> So they do go back to that hotel room and she only has two beers and it was hours ago and we need mm-hmm. – we it's noted for the record, everyone. Yeah, they pick up. Um, because after he sort of spills his guts to her, she's like, wow, it's time to kiss. Mm-hmm. So she, she did
3: forget her There's two beds oh. but she for but there is zero pajamas. Um yes. so she has to wear his shirt which is so, so big what? on her.
0: Oh my god. Because well, he's such a big man. He
3: is. That that's actually yes, that is why, Andrew, good job. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: And oh and she's
0: also just, wearing these you unicorn seem knee
2: socks. <laughs> that, no,
3: like, she's wearing knee socks. No. Okay. Wow. Why can't she just like get her shit together for like one <laughs> one moment in time? Like
2: okay so she does sidle on up to him and and she kisses him and he's like wow this is a bad idea and in her inner monologue she's thinking yep he's totally right but out loud she keeps saying why and so they go through all of it and he's like i am in a position of power over you it's a this it's a that i don't want you to change your mind later he's like you know going through all of it and she's very like I don't care. This is all I want. And then she explains to him that she's demisexual. The and words that are this never is said a big though. deal. Never no. said. No. No. She just says like I can only experience sexual attraction when i have an emotional connection and like i really like you and i really trust you to infinity and beyond so i do want you to put it in me right now <laughs> mm-hmm. and well, i
0: think he, if this had been a thing that she'd only really recently discovered about herself i don't think she would have the terminology to, to no no, no i just I
3: just think either. it's important to say that it's never said in, yeah, sure. in the book this is something okay. we're saying yeah 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 i, I think it is believable it. that she wouldn't be like i have mm-hmm. yesterday i figured out i am a demisexual mm-hmm. yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: And so, they, they start with with uh, other stuff. Which okay, is fun.
3: It's, it's making out, and there's a finger bang. Uh, yeah, what we Craig. call on the show a traditional Highlander finger banging.
1: That's one. Um, yeah. he's got big he knuckles. She her... says,
3: "Yes." Mm-hmm. Well, the really, first knuckle. She She's knuckles? got a problem with the first knuckle. That's or nuts. Just...
2: Because she has the teeny, tiniest little channel. (laughs) Ooh, it's so tight and small and warm, he says later. Or little baby. (laughs) I don't
1: know. It's... They have a good time uh, though.
2: So they're my favorite.
4: Listen, so okay,
2: they're so doing this, yes, no, go, they're go, doing go, this go. finger bang, and yeah. he can tell that she's a little bit uncomfortable. And he's like, "Hey, are you seem really tense? Like, are you still okay? You can say no any Like, you don't have to keep go through with this." And she's like, "No, I've never wanted anything more." And so he's like, "Okay, but then you've done this before, right? Because things things seem a little like not." She's and like, she yes, says, "Yeah, I've-, I've gotten finger blasted twice in college." <laughs>
3: Now, <laughs> And so then he's like... everybody's listening like, is figuring out, like, all the overdue <laughs> listeners are like, this is why it said explicit at the start. Like, it's yeah. just been a lot of science. Like, when is it getting yeah. to
0: When are we going to get to the finger blasting factory? Yeah. Now yeah. is yeah.
2: when it is. It's here, everybody. <laughs> so... Okay, so then she, so then he's like, no, I can't do this. We have to stop. You're basically a virgin. And she says one of the cutest science rants. And oh, she okay, does do so a science he, rant. Yeah. She does an adorable science rant right now, and I'm going to read it to you.
4: Please.
2: So she, he says, you're basically a virgin. She's like, I'm not. And then he goes, but so close to it. And she's like, no, that's not the way it works. Virginity is not a continuous variable. It's categorical, binary, nominal. Dichotomous, ordinal, potentially. I'm talking about chi-square, maybe Spearman's correlation, logistic regression, the logit model. Hmm? I, and, knew, I knew when you started. I didn't want to be
3: like, there's going to be a lot of words in this, Mel, but
2: like, I wanted to believe in you. And that stupid sigmoid function. Listen, I got most of them, I'm but sorry, L-O-G-I-T I'm sorry, I'm sorry. did throw me for a loop. Yeah. Logit, I think. Logit. Yeah,
1: Low and kids. he's and he's taken with this. He
2: likes oh, it. Oh man, he think he does a laughing kiss this on her. Just rock hard. Ooh. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So then he's like, okay, we're still doing this, but we do have to go about it a bit differently. And I, I like, I like that he has, you know, multiple paths to get to the same yeah. place. It's nice. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's nice. So then. He does do a go down on her. He and she is, she's like, oh, no, no, don't. I've never done this before. We should, she actually says, I'm the one who put you up to this. So, like, we should mm-hmm. do stuff on you that you're into.
0: We should That's do stuff that you want to do. Yeah.
2: She's like, well, you don't want to do this. This is something I
3: want to do. And then he, like, puts his, her hand on his, like, super rock hard erection. Is Like, I yeah. do want to do it. And then he starts going down on her and she's like, you don't want to do this. And he's like, I, I, I'm the hero in a romance novel. Like I do really want to go down down on you for the most time possible. Yeah. Um, she she always fell asleep before
1: that part of the movie though, so she doesn't know that this is how this (laughs) (laughs) works.
3: That's true. That's, That's true. true. This all happens off camera in the wedding planner and other ten <laughs> things I hate about you. And.
2: Indeed. Mm-hmm. So okay. So as this is happening, he's like, "No, I love it." She's like, "I think it's going to take a long time. I'm nervous." And he's like, "Yeah, take as much time as possible." Later on, <laughs> he's like, <laughs> "Later on, he's like, I want to go down on you until you pass out." Yeah. <laughs> and at, she's one like, no, like, you, at one point, he's like, "Please." At one
1: point, he's like, no, "You have stop. to stop talking, or else I will come, and you need." to stop because i need to just keep going
3: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it gets to the point where she's like sir sir please stop like (laughs) yeah
2: like things are too sensitive already it's enough (laughs) cool it a little so then they do have missionary sex and yes. it's really good. This is when he's like, no, your voice is too hot. Like,
3: I'm going to yes.
0: blast yeah. off they any moment now. have unprotected
2: sex.
3: Oh, yes. Um,
0: yeah, he, but she's on birth control and she's clean. clean. She's clean, she says verbatim. Yes.
3: Which, he, he hate never clean.
2: says that he's also been tested recently. Yeah. yeah. No, no, uh, no. It's only that. really a worry live.
3: for her. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You think that you could have had like a little callback to Fluchella there? You could have talked about yes, like our, oh my god, what what we we're
0: protected
1: against. We, we
0: don't need to talk yeah. about
1: Fluchella, but it's a thing yeah. that happens. He's, yeah, he's afraid, afraid of needles. needles
2: everyone, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Uh, my, so something I really like about reading romance novels on my Kindle. Mm-hmm. Is, you know, how Kindle has that feature where if a lot of people highlight something, oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, then yeah. the Kindle tells you the thing that a lot of people highlight. Please tell in the, read aloud, in, tell the, me. The one, the one section of the sex scene that a lot of people were really into is, uh, this is Olive uh, saying, this is the start of the underline, 1800, uh, 1,827 people highlighted this part of the book. You're so big, says Olive. <laughs> he groaned into her neck. His entire body was vibrating with tension. You can take it. And that's just the that's the
2: highlight. That's I mean, highlight. to be fair, I also
3: highlighted it. No, it's good. So. You were
0: you one of the eighteen hundred twenty seven people.
3: Yeah. I will yeah. say that um,
2: <laughs> it's right there
3: <laughs> when people on social. So, like when this book then got the backlash and was like, "This book is cringe." The the thing in the sex scene that people were like. Oh, this yeah. sex scene is the worst. People were mad about the part where he puts her whole boob in his mouth. <laughs> that oh, <yeah>. part was. <laughs> so I just, just really want to <laughs> mention it. At one point, he does take his big, huge Kylo Ren mouth Yes, the one, huge and just suck yeah. her whole Ray boob her into it. Her whole tin in there.
0: And I, I, yeah, I when did, did. One with the Force. I did make you know. Yeah. yeah. One with the Force. The Force I, I, yeah, I had an issue with that both from like a logistical standpoint and from uh, would anybody be into
4: this?
2: <laughs> on I mean, either side, really. Like, yeah. Well, the next day, her tits are sore because yeah, of all, yeah. because all the stuff of he's, he's been doing on them. Yeah, she probably has oh, like geez.
3: a full boob hickey. Like that would take a lot of suction to get in there. She Absolutely. Did Plus, say like the teeth.
1: The she titch- wanted to do know. things that he was into, Andrew.
0: So <laughs> that's true. <laughs> in the full, the full boob. It's yeah, true. the boob and mouth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to do things for you. He can
1: only get off
3: if
2: he has a woman's
0: <laughs> Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> they call that the Bunsen burner is what they call it.
2: Oh, nice. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's the pe- that's called the Petri dish. <clears throat>
1: <laughs> no, I think maybe
0: the Petri dish—the Petri dish is later when he like goes down on her again and licks with, all of his and, own. And with own all her up. You're right. That's the Petri dish. That's, that. that's the Petri dish, and it's very important to clean up your lab when you're <laughs> yeah, finished really doing is. science.
2: Really He's serious about it. He doesn't need mm-hmm. no janitors in here. Okay. <laughs> so they do have good sex. It's like
0: transformative. I <laughs> can't say janitor because it just makes me think about him throwing sawdust. <laughs> 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 oh no! All right. Look,
2: it's stuff he's into. Yeah, Andrew. true. <laughs> She's, She's a, a- <laughs> <laughs> oh, this <is>
1: so funny. <laughs> I also I like what here's one part from the section that I liked. It's oh, right yeah. after the part, the highlight we just. Just one read. part? No, just mm-hmm. I, I like this part because um, so they and it start, wasn't tip mouth. It was not. <laughs> um, they start. <laughs> okay. Having sex and uh, then Adam pulled out, pushed back in, and they annihilated the no sex rule. I like that like the annihilation of the rule felt physical and like part of the action of them having. It was just, I don't know, the the shift from it being being descriptive of their bodies to being descriptive of their relationship uh, just worked for me. I liked it.
3: Yeah. And yeah, they broke that part of the contract. (laughs) They ripped
1: it up. And then they had sex on top of it. Um,
3: Man, it's yes. so much sex, though. So but much like, sex. So he he they do the traditional Highlander finger main. Then he yes. goes down on her. Then <laughs> yeah. they do missionary penetrative sex. Then yeah. she takes a mm-hmm. little naparino, little snoozer,
2: little yeah, small snoozer.
3: She, she does she go nap down she on does her She does again. also
0: come again to the penetrative sex. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. she does, which yeah. like, come on, it's fine. <laughs>
2: Then he goes down on her again. No, she hasn't had sex in, like, 12 years or something like that. It's hard to come after Mm -hmm. you haven't had sex for, like, 12 years. She's, like, really
3: in that this is... Kylo Ren. So then he goes down there again just to clean up all the splooge down there. Yeah. yeah. Then she gives him a beach. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Then he's what? like, Can I fuck you again? And she's like, No, sir. Like, Jesus. <laughs> like, we have to sleep. Like, my God. Which I, when he said the set, when he was like, Can I fuck you again? I was like, Okay. Like, we, come on. And I'm really glad that that was also her reaction to that. I'm yeah. sure there
0: are a lot of books where, where they would, she would be like, Yeah, all right, let's keep, let's well, just no, keep Well, no, that's going. the reason but,
2: she goes down on him because oh, right, she's like, right, right. "You did go down on me, and I had a big old orgasm. I would like do the same for you." And he's like, yes. "No, no, Olive, you don't have to. Oh no, does it even fit in your tiny mouth? I don't know." And it does. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, it does. And she's like, "I've yeah. never
3: done this before.
2: Has anyone yeah, ever me. done
3: it to you?" And he's like, "Yes, because I'm a 34 year old man. <laughs> I've had a blowjob before."
0: Just imagine that you're trying to fit somebody's whole titty in your mouth. And it's kind of like that. I'm here. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So then
2: she's like, when do you leave for your Harvard interview situation? Because he's like – I am maybe going to be in Harvard next year uh, mm-hmm. to take you on hikes and, like, maybe finger blast you in the outdoors. Mm-hmm. And she is like, oh, like, she's thinking to herself, well, I'm not taking that job Correct. with – Tom Benton so like this is super definitely over because also she one of the things she doesn't want to report Tom Benton because she doesn't want to sabotage Adam's like incredible grant and collaboration and all the things even though he gets like 20 grants a year yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. like who wants to work with a guy who just tried to like rape your girlfriend like
1: and they've and I, they've like, unfrozen his funds so he's like you know good to go it's oh, September yeah, she 29th finds that now out. also oh, yeah. yeah so she
2: Holden. thinks he
0: must be gone yeah yes. yeah
2: so, okay, long story short, she breaks up with him because it's the 29th, his funds are gone, his funds are, you know, in the world. And yes. uh and f- on and Jeremy are happy together because let's review that is why this all started. Yep, yes. And then he's like as he as she breaks up with him, he's like, "No, if you never need anything. Like I you I want you to come to me. I'm still here for you no matter what." And, like, I will love you from afar, just like I did before. No worries. Um, And then, so she goes back. She does find that recording. And then she's like, okay, I have empirical evidence. I'm going to do science on this motherfucker. And Holden says, yeah, Adam likes Tom, but, like, he would not be into anybody who behaves this way. So, and that he's not, like hard up enough to even consider working with this man just for a grant. Yeah. Yeah,
0: And also he only said he was going to go to Harvard like the day after he learned that you were going to go up there. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Yes. Exactly. So she goes to one of the restaurants in which he is doing an after interview dinner and – as soon as she walks in the door, he, like, sees her with his force eyes. And then he gets up and, like, levitates all the way over there immediately. <laughs> and he's like, why are you here? What's going on? Did you change your mind? And she's like, I have things to tell you. And, and then Tom comes And Tom Benton, like, over.
1: runs up. He's like, hey, I'm here, too. Oh, hey. <laughs> hey, I'm Tom. Hey,
2: oh, yeah, hi. Uh, can I intimidate you from from right now? <laughs> And so she starts playing the recording, and Adam does go berserker mode, and yeah. he uh, physically attacks him, pushes him
0: yeah. like a truck. Yeah, it pulls yeah. out his yes. lightsaber and pretends like Tom is a control panel on oh, Star Destroyer. Yes. He swooshes <laughs> <true>. that lightsaber. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: He swooshes it hard. Swoosh. So then he just he gets Tom fired. He puts her on a plane, and like they get back to San Francisco at the same time. Somehow it's fine. And now they're going to do a double date with with Malcolm and Holden. It's very mm-hmm. cute. And like, they're going to be together forever. And it's yep. so cute. And they're yep. so comfortable together at dinner. And, oh, But what? this is when she figures out
3: that she oh. was the girl he was in love with for three years. And she figures out for sure that he was the bathroom man. And yeah. also <laughs> that he remembers that he was the bathroom man. Mm-hmm. Which is, and when he figures out, because she tells him that she's not, that Jeremy wasn't the guy she was in love with. Like, let's just all consider that this is the dinner where these two hot dummies figure all of that out. And we needed, like, Chinese fortune cookies to do it. It's
0: good that (laughs) they got together because otherwise two whole other people would have to date them
1: (laughs) and and deal with all this (laughs)
2: stuff.
0: (laughs) They really are made for each other in this way.
1: Don't they go back to the bathroom uh, in the epilogue,
2: that's the epilogue. Erin, did you read the epilogue? Of course hard, not. No, I don't okay. read epilogues.
0: I didn't think yeah. it was a bathroom. I thought it was the like hard by the, the, the water fountain where they the, kissed the, the first time. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, they so. go to
2: the hallway. It's like one year, and she's like, "It's it's ten more seconds until the time when I did assault you that first oh, time." That's right. And. Yeah. And so they like, so then they start talking about, like, oh, yeah, we, we did this and we did that. And it's like so cute. And we're still here at Stanford because she also got a closer lab job. Berkeley. It's all great. Everything's Berkeley, coming yes. up. These hot dummies. <laughs> and,
1: and like, the, I think the, the closing line is something like, it's similar to the end of the prologue where it's like she has a good reason to do science and to like stick it out in science. And he's part of, he's the reason now too
3: whoa i think
1: that's what it means it's something like that i don't remember what the exact wording is but she's got i, a no-
3: I made like an affirmative noise like i knew but i've already said i did not read. It. <laughs> <laughs> don't read <laughs> yeah i did say that <laughs> but it sounded right
1: yeah it sounds like something the book would do like yeah, I, I, it, I remember it sounds reading like it the right
3: way, and, way to end it yeah
1: I remember reading it being like oh that's why the prologue ended that way like it felt like a like star wars it rhymed with itself
2: um, yeah. And the very, the the, well, the very last line is, may I kiss you, Dr. Carlson? That's so at good. least she fixed that.
0: Yeah. yeah, she is asking for consent this time. Yeah, well,
2: that's nice. We've all learned. I know. Big growth in this book, I'll tell you. Well, it's science,
0: baby. It's just science, <laughs> Wasn't baby. Wasn't fun?
2: And there were, there were a lot of times that we sort of skipped over where, like, there was, there was really good romantic tension and banter yeah. and, like, I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah, they had a lot of little cute interactions between them. They have a lot yeah, of good banter. It was, banter. Pretty, it was pretty
2: evocative in that way.
0: Uh, I think it's... It, listen, it does get overshadowed by when she like cakes him in sunscreen in front of all of her friends and colleagues. In front of his But there are a bunch of quieter moments also <laughs> that, are, yeah. that make the relationship work. Something for everyone. Ju- justify the sunscreen stuff. I just feel
1: like someone in the advisory board might just say... Like just might put an extra eye on her to be like she's one of our leading young grad students, but she's very comfortable lubing up her professor boyfriend at a picnic. We should maybe, maybe, maybe that's not the give slam- him his
3: grant money back. Yeah. <laughs> Release
1: the
2: funds. (laughs) It's
1: so
0: funny to me. Uh. No, nobody needs to open an investigation into anything or anybody. The only investigation that needs to happen is why is this man not being given the full use of his grant money? Mm -hmm. He
2: earned it. Okay.
0: And also now Holden
1: and Malcolm are in a professor-student relationship, but it's okay because nobody is each other's advisors, so it's all fine.
2: Different departments. Yeah. It's, it's all fine. in different Petri dishes.
3: It's all you know? technically
1: only up and up. Yep. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Thanks for this recommendation, friends. This, this was is fun. fun.
0: No, this is a fun book.
3: Yeah. Anytime. I did
0: enjoy these two stupid idiots. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so <laughs> now we've done a historical, each a yes, historical done a paranormal, paranormal and we've done a contemporary. So mm-hmm. we'll have to do something We'll just something keep hitting you with, with
2: other subgenres. Yeah, Craig, great. we're going
0: to have to figure out what book we're going to make them read. I think it needs to be... Oh, no,
2: like a a literature book?
0: As far from... (laughs) Like, no no smooches at all? (laughs) uh, I'm not going to say none smooches.
2: I'm going to tell you right now, I am anti, I will not, I will strike against Lady Chatterley's lover. Sure,
0: that's fine. That's
1: fine. That's fine.
0: I think we can find something that is... I feel like something in a, a something else in a fantasy context would be fun. I feel, I feel like really fun, yeah. Me. yeah,
1: yeah. I feel though. like you yeah, guys
3: just can think did As I Lay Dying, which I loathe more than almost any book <laughs> in the history of time. So, like, I you almost can't also, do worse
0: than yeah, that for news, me. If, oh. News you can use. I also did not care that much for As I Lay. Dying. God, yeah. I hate
3: As I Lay Dying.
1: <laughs> I feel like there's there's something in our kind of YA fantasy vein that might be a good. Kind of like yeah. exploration of genre stuff totally. that we could do together would be really fun. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll think on it.
2: Into it. <laughs> All right. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <Thank God. laughs>